brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Offer Hub live stream. Uh, today's uh, uh, stream is basically about open lines. And um, I am basically hoping that some of you, and uh, uh, before I started, some of you I've chatted with, but uh, that um, uh, some of you would like to speak to me and share some of your stories, uh, please feel free to download the telegram on your phone or on your computer and you should be able to find the ufo hub group and within that there's a voice chat which you can join uh, raise your hand and then that way i know you'll you'll uh, wanting to talk to me and um so there's a few things i wanted to cover um last week we were i uh, was uh, having a conversation about uh, who are the sasquatch with uh, uh, cindy carter and um, i was having some issues she had warned me that there were going to be some streaming issues but um you know i i just didn't know it was going to be that bad thankfully the majority of it went fine but then my software kept crashing and so I figured let's finish this up before you know it gets any any worse. And since then, especially yesterday, I did some testing. Uh, uh, my wife was uh, uh, acting as the other guest, and we were on for about half an hour, and nothing was going going on. Even though I I tweaked some things, and so I'm hoping everything goes fine uh, this time around. And um, but but yeah, if it uh, does, I'll reconnect and um, I'll work on it some more. But as of right now, I cannot figure out what the problem is. So um, yeah, welcome everyone. Um, as you already know, I'm not going to necessarily um, have a guest, although I consider everyone else that's going to log in into Telegram as a guest talking to me, but uh, not an official person is going to be talking about one subject and informing us about that. So if you were expecting that this was going to happen, I'm sorry about that. Um, next week, I'm kind of going to continue, or not next week, next Friday, um, I'm going to kind of continue the, the Sasquatch theme, and I'm going to have uh, Kiwani Lepsiritis on. And um, he's also written a book and had many um, experiences and extensive interactions with the Sasquatch people. 
So I will be talking to him about that. Um, I will be asking Cindy, I don't know how soon, because I don't want people kind of get burnt down in Sasquatch, but soon enough to kind of have her come back and finish the conversations, because I felt bad of whatever was going on. I wanted to give her another opportunity to just speak about uh, whatever else she wanted to, to talk and uh, basically finish up with the subject. So... Yeah, everything seems to be going pretty good. Um, so open lines is just pretty much just you and I hanging out and some of you who are joining in chat and, and Telegram is just basically spending a Wednesday to just hang out online and discuss the UFO metaphysical spiritual subjects. So I wanted to to take the opportunity, at least last time I did it, I figured I'll, I'll do it again until I run out of things um, to, to, um, to wanting to cover. There's there's certain things I would like to talk about, at least just give a little perspective. I can't say that for most of you that these things are going to be these brand new mind blowing ideas. But for me at that time, when I was learning about these things and understanding more, um, it was uh, quite a life changer. And so I would like to present the subject in a way that it was kind of presented to me. And I hope it makes sense to you in the same same way. Because my my goal or my desire is to give you actual physical things that you can do to improve uh, whatever it is, improve your life, improve um, whatever you need to do to make this contact with these different um, alien races possible. So whether it would be taking specific steps to change your energy enough to where um, uh, it, it makes contact more conducive, whatever that may be, I just would like to see if I can convey that to you. And so uh, let me start out with a video that I filmed about four or five years ago. And it was, I basically just titled it um, Illusion of Power. And so uh, let me play that through and uh, kind of set up from what I'm about to talk about. And I'll just cover a little bit afterwards. And then um, after that, we'll go into open lines. And so don't feel constricted that you have to stick to that topic whatsoever. Just whatever you would like to cover, it's totally up to you. This is just me wanting to cover a certain, certain topic, certain subject to get that across to you. And then we'll move on. And But if there's someone that would like to continue discussing that, uh, obviously, we can do that. So let me switch over here. And uh, for those that are that are listening on on Telegram, I don't have a way to relay my uh, browser audio back to to Telegram, but I did post the link of the video that I will be showing. So if you wanting to watch it or just watch this uh, stream live on another browser, so that way you you'll know what I'm about to cover. Okay, da -da -da -da. browser. And like I said, this was something um, that I had filmed in 2016, November, so roughly four years ago now. So let, let me get started with it. For as long as there's been the internet, there have been rumors and theories about the infamous Illuminati, a group of people that control the world and ultimately strive to create a one world government, a new world order. Over the years, there have been speculations and documentaries explaining and trying to connect the dots. But surprisingly, like with all the other great revelations about our system and the different agencies and their mischief, there hasn't been much concern from the public. Maybe rightfully so, as noble and forthcoming as it may seem to reveal and point out the wrongdoings 
It inadvertently gives more power to what our ET friends tell us is a very small group of people that ultimately are not a threat to humanity at all. Much like the wizard in Wizard of Oz, once you pull back the curtain, all there's left is a man with all kinds of bells and whistles shaping your perception and dazzling you with illusions that once you stop believing in them, lose their power over you. It's important for you to understand that and let it sink in because what I'm about to tell you might come as a surprise. We are already living in this one world government that some of us fear so much. Your grandparents did, your parents did, and now you. And seemingly, it wasn't that tyrannical, was it? Most of us went to school accepting what we have been taught, every bit of it as the whole truth. We have been given the illusion of choice to follow whatever profession we want. That regardless of what avenue the profession takes, and however obscure and independent for the system it may seem, it ultimately requires the one thing that will definitely shatter any doubts whether or not you are still part of the system. If it has not occurred to you what that might be, then allow me to show you. You see, one does not need a system holding the masses at a gunpoint. If they are given certain freedoms and are fooled into thinking the only way to measure success, wealth and abundance is by this piece of paper, then you can see how easy it would be to manipulate the markets of the entire system without any objections. And to take this one step further, they will tailor their illusion of freedom to each nation to give them a sense of sovereignty. So now that you know that it was you that bought into the system of illusions, for one reason or another, why don't we see what we can do to take back our power? In the case of the Dakota Access Pipeline, a published article by Yes Magazine titled How to Contact the 17 Banks Funding the Dakota Access Pipeline. It states that researchers with the nonprofit Food and Water Watch found that 38 banking institutions are involved in funding the proposed Bakken Pipeline. The simplest and most powerful move any of us can do is simply to withdraw our money, stock and business, from all these banks and companies, which will undoubtedly force them to back out of the deal to finance the pipeline project. For years, there have been protests and objections to the use of genetically modified organisms, or GMOs, specifically when it comes to our food. GMOs are also used to produce many medications. A GMO can be a plant, an animal, whose genetic makeup has been modified using recombinant DNA methods also called gene splicing. A simple online search and five minutes of your time will give you a pretty good list of companies producing GMOs and upon further research, a list of companies using cancer-causing chemicals for crops and antibiotics and hormones for livestock that obviously we end up consuming. And the answer to all of this again is this. Decide for yourself right now which one is more important, convenience or quality. If you're in a store and you think about buying something, which world would you rather buy into and use the same thought process for everything else? When you're buying food, buying stocks, buying household products, paying for cable so you can watch the news that hardly anyone finds trustworthy anymore, virtually anything and your actions by default will change the entire system and the way businesses run. And last but not least, knowing what you know now, if you think that siding with either of these two will ever get you out of this illusion, think again. Okay.
Let me switch back here. <clears throat> so what, what I'm wanting to just um, quickly cover, sorry, the next video kind of started blaring into in my ears and I thought something was going on. Um, so what I wanted to cover is to basically, <clears throat> during my process, um, I can't necessarily call it the awakening process because if I was truly awake, I wouldn't be here. I would have simply understood what I need to understand and moved on. And most of you would not know me and I would not know who you are, you know. Um, but in this process that we're all, you and I are involved in is, I guess, a small and slow form of waking up. And so what happens with that is as you um, simply willingly are wanting to understand what, what is out there, what what is this place that I'm in? Why am I here? And all these simplified questions lead you from one thing to another to another that simply then open up your heart to um, it was it, to this overwhelming desire to just wanting to know truth. And with that intact, and by simply being open, um, you attract everything that uh, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that, um, uh, you know, there's going to be this world changing information. But what it is, is that um, you become or come across more truthful information. Um, some of you might understand that, oh, this is relevant to my life. I'll take it in and apply it. Um, some some things would just be, why am I looking at this? What is this about? I, why am I applying? Why would I be implying this in my life? Only to realize that many years down the road, it would be relevant to you. And so there was a period of time that um, it was it was getting confusing to me because my desire was, I want to learn about aliens i want to learn about how what is it in my mind that in my heart and mind i have to sh shift to make contact and i kept getting across or coming across this information that was all about the illuminati you know about uh, the banking system how it was formed our birth certificate all these things i was like i'm not interested in this stuff you know <laughs> and so during one of my experiences, I'm just going to make it short. Basically, uh, the, the experience, I just call it a experience. It has different modalities how I experience certain things. But to me, it's all one and the same. Uh, whether I used this permission slip, that permission slip, or whatever else, <clears throat> it all took me to the same place where I learned a new piece of information. And the idea was that this group that we call the Illuminati and the, you know this cabal, uh, you know, actually, it, it does exist, but it's so small and so minute compared to all of our masses that it's almost uh, laughable to to think that they really are in control of every part of this world and all, you know, everything that's being done. And it's all whatever control is has been gained over the decades and centuries. It was simply through illusions. And so one very profound um I guess, lesson that, that I was learning during this one particular time was that, so after I understood that, okay, there is this group, they're doing all these things, they're not necessarily beneficial to all of us, but only really beneficial to them. Um, there was more that, that, that happened, maybe at some other time I'll share it, but for right now, just get to the point. Um, I, as I was having this, uh, these different experiences, there were some, um, there was some money close by on the table. And I looked at the, the pyramid, as you see in the video, and the eye, and then the second I saw it, 
you know, information, you know, started flooding in. And so um, what I learned is that this system that we're in has been going on for a long time. And um, if you're not aware that you're kind of in this controlled little um, prison system, you know, um, you simply just live your life uh, and, and you go about doing what you need to do and you, you know, try to do good and try to do well and uh, get a good job and get married and buy a house and all this other stuff. Although you're still confined within this, you know, this, this one world order system that at the end of the day uh, is controlled with money that was created by this group. The revelation to me was that money was a double-edged sword, is that it only works as long as you are not aware that you also have a power to switch it on them. And so they can create whatever currency they want. They can be paper, it can be uh, tangible things, it doesn't matter. You know, they can be in control of however much more of this wealth that represents power and, and prosperity, but it is you buying into that currency that they're using that also would um, basically by you by you buying um, into it gives them the power but it also by you being in the dark it basically how should I explain by you being by you simply being in the dark they can just continue doing whatever it feels like that is so overpowering you know that is so big that no one can attack you know like these big systems big banks uh, big governments um, but because of your uh, ignorance and pardon my French you know it's basically uh, you know you're not aware that this is being done to you um, you simply are kind of just going along, just spending your money at whatever you want to spend. And they say, okay, well, the masses wants more of this, so just give them more of that. The masses is asking for this, so just give them more of that. And so they basically, uh, by by having the sandbox where they create the system where they just control everything, uh, and as long as you do not wake up or become aware that you also have this power within you, which is simply a choice, um, they can keep going and doing what they do. Now, the way that was then shown to me is that you can simply turn it around by you choosing what is it that you spend this money on. Because even though it's physical, it's a form of energy, an energy exchange. You basically give, in, in essence, an IOU to someone else that, okay, well, whatever, you know, you go to, to a mechanic and let's say the mechanic fixes your car, you give them, you know, this money, you say, I can't give you any bread, I can't give you any food or whatever else that you need. But with this IOU, you can go to somebody else and they'll provide to you what it is that you need. And so by you shifting over this, where do you particularly choose to spend the money will change how everything is run. If you look at a very simple example of 10 years ago, there was hardly any talk about um, GMOs and GMO labeling and organic food or even any organic options. You had to go to these weird health food places that then basically would show that this was grown, uh, you know, using organic um, seeds and it wasn't genetically modified and yada, yada, yada. Well, the more people became aware of what's going on because of these, you know, individuals that kept constantly pushing about, you know, wanting others to be informed about 
about what GMOs are, uh, things started to change to where now you have a variety of options in almost every store where you can go, okay, this is your conventional aisle and now this is your organic aisle. And so that's one oversimplified example, but very true example how change occurs because um, by them controlling you with that money, you can control back which way it shifts. So then they have no choice to, but then like, okay, shoot, let's, let's shift our organization or the way things are done and then offer more of these organic options. And so by um, whatever it is that you don't align with, whatever it is that you don't agree with, it's important that you make a conscious decision every single time when you're purchasing something or giving your, you know, your, your energy into what it is that you desire. Because, you know, we can't constantly say complain about, oh, junk food is everywhere, it's horrible, and, and always make it into this big monster that cannot be changed. But yet, you might be a person that keeps constantly giving them money because you're getting a burger, getting a hot dog, and you're doing it once or twice a week, and so on. And so you have to realize that it's it's something that you as an individual are doing. Now, you cannot control other people, what it is that they do and how they choose to spend their money. But you can find the best version of you that who you want to be and simply say, this is how I want to go about. And so I want to be the change in the world that I want to see. So if you want to see more organic uh, options for food, go to specific places that they are specializing in that and support them in that way. If you want to, uh, for example, this, this studio to have I went to a local lumber place and bought 95% of what I needed from them instead of going to Lowe's or Home Depot and these big, bigger places because I wanted to support the local economy. That's what, you know, what um, I was always been passionate about. So by simply you choosing and, and deciding, as I mentioned in the video, do you want quality or do you want convenience? Because until enough has changed to where things become as prevalent, all the good things are coming, coming your way as, you know, as easy as all the bad things are now. Uh, and inconvenience is something that we might have to deal with for a while. But when all of a sudden you kept supporting this place or, you know, day after day, week after week, year after week, and many others has now become a huge grocery store that basically provides everything you can ever want. That's absolutely 100% organic and to your standards, you know, then it becomes convenient because now it's local, it's close to you and you don't have to drive all these miles out. And so just keep that in mind that even though this, group that we call the Illuminati, this cabal, whatever it is that they, in essence, don't have any power. They, it's, it's basically the illusions that they made us buy into are simply that. And the second you recognize that an illusion is an illusion, um, it's just, it crumbles. It's, it ceases to have this power over you. And the next thing you know, you know, like for example, one big major shift, um, which was during the 08, 09, is that cryptocurrency, what before was seemingly very difficult uh, to get, you know, to have any outside currency outside of the sovereigns, nations, currency, whether it be a dollar or a euro, to, to be able to trade outside of those. 
um, because of the crash, it it uh, disillusioned a lot of people and showed them how weak the system is because of these centralized uh, powers. And so cryptocurrency jumped, jumped up out of nowhere. And it's basically been, you know, growing ever since, since 08, 09. And um, so I, one of my friends who was uh, also a programmer, he was you know, talking to me about it. It's not something I was really interested at that time. I wish I was, but he was talking about mining and he's trying to get his computer to, you know, so he can help mine. And I was like, what do you mean mining? And I was asking about all this other stuff because all these terms were not too familiar to me. Well, the point is a system created itself. Why? Because people said enough is enough. And so they started creating something new. They didn't have to go out and use a, you know, a hammer and chisel to destroy one thing, you know, absolutely before they can begin with something new. Two things can exist and coexist side by side so that options, you know, are presented as seen that two things, uh, you know, uh, can be compared and you see which one really works better. And then choice, a choice can be made to where you say, well, we've had this and it's been doing great, but because the problems of this, this arose. So let's give this more of a chance. And the next thing you know, once will subside, the other one will rise. Now, of course, it, uh, many times it simply is that to where a certain program works great and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a new program that comes up and then people shift over to that. And so there's not that much conflict. But when it comes to uh, larger institutions that are ingrained, you know, you're going to have a little bit more difficulty, more fear mongering happening. That's where it's important to know yourself and to know what it is that you want so that at no matter what fearful thing is happening, no matter what you're being told, you just know that what you understand, what you know is true, and you go down that direction. So anyway, I just wanted to cover this little subject with you. I don't usually get a chance to to discuss it. I didn't want to, um, I can't, I can't remember if I covered this earlier, or if I if I talked to the, the, the peeps on the telegram about this, but basically, I, if I have a guest, I don't necessarily want to take away the time and and um, kind of interject another topic when I have a different guest about a certain subject. But I figured before open lines, I can at least, you know, give you little tip tidbits about what it, what I feel is important for for you to understand that could also change your life in a big way. But yeah, the, the topics on Telegram are open to discuss whatever you like UFOs, aliens, ghosts, uh, you know, any of those is just totally up to you. You do not have to continue with the same topic that I started out with. I just simply wanted to go into it, cover it and let that be it. So um, let me see here. Let me shift over to voice chat. Okay, so we have some, Nathan, Carlos, and uh, Guy Merritt, uh, welcome. And uh, as, if you guys are just there to listen, great. Um, if you would like to speak to me, just raise your hand and we'll chit chat. I have a new tab, let's see how well it works. Yay, okay, so I, I uh, incorporated the, the chat too. So I wanted to see what, so I can see it on the screen and what everyone else is saying, but uh, Bradley uh, Cortez, welcome. Deb R, welcome. Uh, Luis Soldana, welcome. Woody, uh, Guy, Scott, Roland, Fabrizio, all of you, welcome. M and Stargate Traveler. <clears throat> mm. 
I'm just wanting to see if uh, there's any anything I can chime in on or if there's something that someone else uh, uh, was sharing about that, that might be interesting. Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, any, any of you watching, um, I have the in the description, I have the Telegram uh, link, so please feel free to install it, or if you already have it, just uh, it'll, it should, that link should directly take you to the UFO uh, group, and you can just log in and, and chat with me. But um, yeah, if, if any of you in chat or, um, or in Telegram have uh, anything to say regarding what I was discussing or anything new that you want to start out, uh, just let me know. Otherwise, I'll just be looking around and uh, fishing to see if there's anyone who wants to talk to me. Because after all, it's just me hanging out with, with all of you online, with uh, potentially everyone, everyone else watching. Okay, we got voice chat and Nathan wants to speak. So Nathan, you are, you are un, unmuted and just unmute yourself and start talking. Yeah. Hey, Anand, how are you doing tonight? Just fine. How are you? Thanks for being here. Really good. Really good. I got a, a touch of a cough and a touch of the flu. So if I sound bad, that's why. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. good. Uh, um, along the lines of the topic you were discussing, I had a, a, something to add that might be helpful for some people. I know it was kind of helpful for me at, at one point. Um, the, uh, I often thought, because, you know, a lot of these that you're calling Illuminati's or Cabal, they're, they're like self-proclaimed occultists, and they, they dabble in what they think is black magic, and they have whatever entities from other dimensions that they consider their gods, and they're giving them favor and, and whatever they believe. <clears throat> um, I came right. to the realization that that, that Really, not only is there control an illusion, their their supposed magic is an illusion too. They don't they're they're not strong enough. I I, I actually it was the uh the what the what was that it was the global intention global intention project? No, um what was it called where they were doing meditations in certain cities and they noticed that it would uh, reduce the crime in that city and then they did uh, one all around the world and they noticed right. it, it I know what you're talking about. I just global, I can't remember the name like a peace global consciousness peace. project. Okay, yeah, family. whatever. Global I was wrong. Yeah. Anyway, you know, and they found, I forget how they came up with the numbers, you know, they got, I mean, it, was, it wasn't just a bunch of, you know, they, they have lots of physicists and mathematicians and stuff working it, with this project. And they came, they, they crunched the numbers and they realized it was something like uh, people that are, are sending out positive intentions are like 186 or 188,000 times more powerful than people that are doing negative intentions. Or, or, or maybe not just negative, or, or maybe they meant people that were sort of living passively instead of instead of like actively sending out positive intentions. But I think what it was was the negative versus the positive. So if you think about that, these uh, uh, these cabal people who think they have all this power, which we know they don't, and they they think they're dabbling in black magic, which is probably just a way they've tricked themselves. But what I what I was thinking, and and I'd love if other others would want to add to this, is that. They don't actually do magic. There is no magic that they actually have. What they do is have all these mechanisms in place to try to trick us, trick the average everyday Joe into believing a certain reality that they would like to be true. And then so your everyday Joes are all sitting around the couch. They're watching the news. They're like, oh, my gosh, look, there's there's this thing going on in it. And it, it absolutely must be true. Well, you get enough people thinking that it's true. It has the potential to, you know, because our beliefs, what, what you think about most of the time. Uh, is your reality, you know, our beliefs have power. 
um, as you're, you're, you had Mike Dooley on a couple of weeks ago and his big thing is thoughts become things. Yeah. So, um, and you get a whole bunch of passive people, people that normally just, you know, are not like living life actively and, and uh, proactively. Um, they <clears throat> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, they, they start believing this, and yeah, maybe if you get enough of them. And that, that, is, that is their so-called magic. It's basically just another trick to steal our power. It's, it's just some thought that I've been, has, have come to, uh, uh, because, and then, but then if, if that is true, then we don't have, we still don't have anything to fear because like I said, the, the, the consciousness, global consciousness project tells us that, you know, every single one of us has, uh, thinking positively and, 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 and putting our intentions towards, a you know, a golden age and, and a, a next era of human prosperity. We, uh, we, we, we cancel out 188,000 people, believing the pandemic and believing the crisis, this and crisis that and, and whatever. Right. Well, you know, um, uh, it's, it's the thing is they can't really steal, you know, the power from you. All it is, is that um, it's, it's kind of like saying, you know, you being in a cage with a lion that all he's ever known is from, 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 you know, little that he needs to just uh, at the, at the, a crack of the whip to obey what you're saying and um little um you know little does he know is that they could tear the human apart you know any second you know and that's the the, the power that's always been there it's just what you make yourself believe like uh, that one example i think you know it already it's uh, a lot of times when they have 
um, elephants uh, when they're younger and they're very, you know, like little children and unruly and want to go everywhere and just kind of hard to control. They put chains around their one of their legs and they try to get away and they're always constantly pulled back. And so they do that for, uh, for a period of time to where when the elephant is then actually, you know, overgrown and a full size elephant to where, um, you know, they could just rip that chain off, including with that tree that it's attached to. Uh, they're then so conditioned and programmed that all they need is to just tie a rope, not tied to anything around their leg and they won't move because they they were trained that you, you're stuck, you can't move and that's it, you know? And so if if one of them just would take one step forward and realize that they can break away f with that, you know, it would be, you know, chaos. And so chaos in the sense of for the for the ruling, controlling you know, side of, of these few select few. And the reason for, for the longest time why I didn't want to ever really bring them up because there's such a small amount and, or, or, you know, uh, there's such a small group that it's so silly to even call, you know, call them control, you know, control mechanism on the planet that it could just be, you know, flicked away within a second. Now, of course, that group, you know, taking on an individual, one person at a time, you know, may seem like, oh my God, they have this power or they made this person disappear, you know, but that's the part of that illusion. And it's all about how, how willing are you to be your true self? Because if you, you know, you have one droplet, you know, you, you don't get much results. You get two droplets, you know, oh, well, there's two drops on the table, you know, now all of a sudden you get 1 billion droplets and, you know, something is going to drown, you know? And so uh, when everyone, you know, understands that although you're just one little droplet choosing how you want to live, that you create new rivers that create new paths that whatever stands in its way would just be washed over. Right. That's absolutely right. It's, it's, yeah, it's good to, uh, yeah, don't, you don't want to focus too much on them because that does kind of give you that power or it puts more power towards the negative, but it's always good to be aware. It's always good to be aware of what's going on, what, what they want, but you know, and as we're, as we're seeing right now in the media, it seems like the tides are, are kind of turning on this whole thing, you know, with, uh, Apple getting busted for all their spyware. And, and, right. Uh, like even in mainstream media is talking about what's the other thing. Oh, Fauci and his, uh, and mask mandates and Rand Paul, you know, uh, right. for, for, you know, using just political theater, which is kind of, you know, funny because that's right. all, that's all really is theater. It's all theater. It's all their tactics have always been theater. Right. Well, you know, um, it's a pretty, I mean, eventually people are going to have to, um, when, when, even absurdity can only be absurd up to a point when it crosses a certain line um it turns into mediocrity you know and then it's basically just it's just going to lose any standing that it had whatsoever and i feel like you know maybe we're just at the beginning of it because just all the the different movements that are happening and going on in the united states i mean this is you know it's everywhere a yeah. topic we already talked you know we already covered it's um you know um all these people like standing in their power, but as a victim, you know, they're standing in their power, but as somebody that never wants to get out of the hole, you know, and not only that, that facts and information is not something they desire, which is weird. You know, it's like, how can you ever truly know the truth if you don't look up a fact just because it might not agree with you? And so that's what I've, you know, it's kind of like somebody, you know, um, 
uh, you know, sitting in a hole saying, I really want to get out, but they're not taking any steps forward to even try to climb out of it. They just say, I'm, I'm really going to do this. I really would like to climb out while they just sitting there for days, weeks, months, you know, and it's just a, a contradiction. There's no time like the present. Cause I gotta be honest. I think we, we're all have been guilty of that from one time or another where we know we should be taking more action. Right. But, you know, I got well, binge watching. But at the same time, talking about energies, right? All this energy, even though it doesn't, you know, immediately have this connection to aliens, you know, it's energy that was always there, but has never been looked at and, and, and worked out. Only after 2012, which I still believe that, you know, there was a huge change, uh, you know, a huge, you know, Armageddon. Is it no apocalypse? Apocalypse means new beginning, right? Is am I correct? I, I the word apo yeah, the word apocalypse itself, I believe, actually means a new like beginning. Right. And so that there was a truly an apocalypse in 2012 to where all of a sudden things came out about governments that Generally, I feel felt like wouldn't have come out. Uh, all these hidden things came out, you know. It's especially um, the the major, the big things. It's uh, basically high power people in in government, in certain corporations, and child trafficking. That's something that you know we as humans going to eventually going to have to open our eyes and turn to that subject, because we just keep thinking it's absurd, it's absurd. But more and more is rolling out since 2012 that has come out, and um, you know all these different tasks um, and groups that were created by Trump to basically go out, you know, and you know after these um, certain child traffickers, and it was unbelievable how many were all over the place, you know, and. Um, and so um, it's, it was just, you know, like with UFOs, you can only ignore it so many times. You can only say, oh, okay, well, whatever, that's haha, funny, whatever, move on to the next subject. But look at them now. I mean, I don't know uh, whether you want to say it's controlled or not. The, the media is just anytime they get a chance to cover you know, anything about UFOs, they're jumping on it. You know, they're talking the about media. it, you know. I, I I, mean, I don't have normal. I don't have like TV in the house. I, I didn't know. Is the mainstream media actually talking, discussing ufology? You, I know you are, you're joking, uh, right? Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't. Okay. I don't have any. No, I think I believe you. Yeah, no. I mean, um, well, uh, it's not TV per se, but certain clips that were or that people send me all the time about, hey, check this out, check that out, and it's always these certain clips about Dr. Sure. Carlson about. Say that again. <laughs> The, you're talking about the, the stuff the Pentagon released a little while back and then just recently here became popular again, like they, they verified it as being real. Is that what you mean? Right. But there have been at least two others that have been uh, okay. basically released and talked on, talked about and confirmed by Pentagon. That, yes, it was released by uh, by the Navy or that it was recorded by this particular well, Navy. Right. Well, the, po the point is, it's, um, there was something that, that cracked me up. It was something about uh, Tucker Carlson was voicing his opinion, saying, what is Pentagon going to do about this, you know, this um, uh, UFO threat? And I'm like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, uh, it doesn't really like upset me that much, but I do just kind of kind of do the, hmm, you know, like a little puppy dog where he doesn't like go, hmm, what? What are you talking about? You know, it's off the sudden, you know, he's 
covering or not covering UFO whatsoever and the next thing he knows he has the audacity to see it as a UFO threat I'm like I'm sorry but wasn't this around for decades upon decades and now you just going to come out and say that it could potentially be a threat it's like where have you been you know talking about you know irresponsible uh, journalism because at least I mean I'm not a journalist I'm just a guy who's sitting here talking about all kinds of weird stuff that some people are interested in some are not you know but um, I try you know my best to to give an accurate account of my experiences and expose other people that have also um, you know had their own experiences because those are that's the next level but they're still you know at this early stage to where this lights in the skies is, is important for the planet so i'm gonna have to you know sit down and twirl my fingers and wait till they finally go well there seems to be intelligence mm -hmm. behind this and then maybe then i'll start looking into um uh, or maybe then they'll they'll start looking to well there's experiencers and then what do they know but all i know we could be still five to ten years down the road until that happens until they have beaten that horse to death with lights in the sky lights in the sky lights in the sky you know because after a while people are going to lose interest too because it's just like oh another thing that's moved really fast military doesn't know what it is and they can't catch up with it all right let's move on what's for dinner yeah well you're you're right i guess i guess the rest of the public the, the completely unaware public still still does need to be introduced slowly or at least well, the, 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 the thing is it's like it's um i personally don't need the public to to like you know to like hey you have to wake up all i know is that uh, there's a large amount of people you know in, uh and this you know uh for as long as even that had these open lines that people called in and were sharing their experiences and if anything it's just for us to just publicly not hide in some kind of bowling alley like we all did in San Louis, if you remember, Nathan, you know, but actually just be out in the open and say, yes, I've had experiences. I know this sounds stupid and silly to you, but they were as real to me as I am standing here and talking to you. So either I, you know, say this is all was just a dream and crazy, but then me speaking to you would also then have to be labeled as weird and crazy because I cannot deny what was happening, what was as real as everything else that I'm experiencing in my life. And so anyway, it's, you know, this is just mainly to be there for people like that, to, for us to just discuss until enough people, you know, if they are interested in they catch up and then they, they can reach out to someone and say, hey, so there is an intelligence behind these things, what's what's controlling them, why are they here and so on, which will then take the conversation to the next level. Because uh, it's been my experience with the exception of few, but ev again, everyone has their you know purpose, that most of them, almost most of them have moved away from the nuts and bolts. Because there's only so much you can learn about that, and but there's a larger picture, bigger picture that's, that needs to be discussed here. And that's been already conveyed, you know, that then they've moved on and are now exploring the similar things that I'm, that I'm doing, like Grant Cameron, for example. You know, he's just, it's, he's done, you know, with, with all these different things. It's all about, you know, he'll go to these different places where there's specific portals, where there's specific gateways, uh, meditation, all these things to get your mind and heart to a certain frequency to where now you can perceive more information and then interact with it more that way. Instead of sitting there in the middle of the night, looking up in the stars, thinking, is this a UFO? Is this a satellite? Or is this just a star? Now, there's also fun to do that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, shooting that down. 
down. I'm just saying that um, if you are truly serious and you truly want to get to the bottom of it, you might want to just, you know, step away from that part and just start looking and reading and watching some of the experience or sharing their stories. Who is that now? You said that uh, that is actually taking the next level and going to a certain uh, you know, Grand Cameron. Uh, different Graham Cameron. Grant. Grant Cameron. Grant Okay. Yeah, here's some um, here's some pretty cool footage too. You know, because when you are, um, it's kind of like I believe was it Carlos? I don't know if Carlos wants to come on. I, I I wonder if it was Carlos or somebody else that was talking about you know these different protocols. Or whoever started them out doesn't really matter. But the point is, you know, if you are you know um, to, whether it takes days or weeks when you get your mind you know, right or set your mind of for wanting to have contact and simply mm -hmm. meditating on it and going about it and, and working on it that sooner or later, you know, you will get in touch with something out there. And I know a lot of people are always so afraid of that. Oh, it could be evil. It could be this. It's like when your intentions are pure hearted and your intention is to simply to know, you know, it's, it makes no sense that you're going to be all of a sudden just attracting the most negative, vile things that are out there. You know, it's like uh, a like attracts a like, you know, if you were one of these people that's a mad all the time and pissed off and, it, you know, all of that, then your vibration attracts like vibrations. And so, you know, to just all of a sudden be uh, at peace and love and wanting to make contact, but then you contact just the, the worst, you know, worst thing you can possibly contact with. Anyway, what I'm saying is that then eventually through these different protocols, um, and whether it's, whether you follow someone else's or just make up your own, as long as your intentions are true, you know, when you make this certain contact, you will then be given these feelings and these things that, that turn into specific directions and instructions to you to say, just out of nowhere, you would be like, you know, I have felt I needed to go outside and go to this specific spot of my yard. I don't know why, you know, and the next thing you know, you have a, you know, a, a visual confirmation or, you know, just out of nowhere, I felt like I needed to get in my car, drive, you know, to this location or whatever, you know, to make, you know, to, to, to go somewhere, which I didn't know, but the feeling was so overwhelming that I just felt like I needed to follow it. You get stories like that that's how it starts out and then the next thing you know it becomes a regular thing and then it keeps going it keeps going to where eventually when your energy is shifted enough you will have that contact you are always wanting you you were always seeking right right and then um could you so this is separate from ce5 like can you make any specific recommendations like can just start now well, CE five is uh, was that uh, uh, was that Greer that that was Greer. yeah yeah I mean that's just protocol that he you know you know came up with I don't know exactly what the, why he chose that those specific processes but I'm sure based on his different experiences and then he felt like okay this is how you go about it you know and you can make up your own. You know, you can make up your own or if you need guidance or need someone else to tell you, then so be it. Uh, one thing, um, I don't know if it's still available. And let me actually see here. Let me see if I can, uh, while I'm sp speaking with everyone here. 
I'm hoping I can, I closed, it closed my window or my, I closed my, um, my browser. And I wanted to see if I can, while I'm, while I'm already live with everyone else. Because there's still, there's probably a lot of people that would really want, want that and have no idea where to start. So sometimes those, those systems that are already in place, it's a good place to start and then they can develop their own, whether intuitionally or, or getting it, you know, sort of downloaded in certain states of meditation or mind. Right. Um, I mean, personally, I don't feel like I need that validation, you know, like you're, you, but uh, you know, that, that they exist. I need contact, but yeah, would it be cool? Hell yeah. But uh, it's not necessary, but, but it is, it is cool. It's good. And it'd be good if people know, know where to go to to find that. I know CE5 is a good one, but then you mentioned uh, Grant uh, Cameron. You said he has a a process also online. Is that what you're looking for? Uh, Yes. What I'm, what I'm looking for is, um, what happened was long time ago when I was still in the process of learning and understanding what Bashar was trying to convey, um, he gave these 15 uh, symbols that basically he was saying, um, uh, here's these 15 symbols, uh, put them together however you like. You know, sometimes um, what some people have done is take each symbol for one minute. And so basically 15 minutes total, some have put some background music, you know, behind it, some have not. And they used to be very prevalent and be found online to where then um, one particular very uh, powerful experience for me was, um, you know, simply going into this, uh, just, you know, I would sit down and go, go into this meditative state, but not with my eyes closed, just kind of relaxing. And then I, you know, hit play on this video and each symbol would come up. Uh, one minute per symbol and then switch over to the next one and to until it goes through all 15 of them so the whole point was just simply observe them look at them whatever it is that might come up to you to your mind you know don't let it get distracted too much because your whole focus is supposed to be on on these symbols and it's supposed to unlock certain things in your subconscious to where um now certain things that it's it's kind of like um it's kind of like a key that at that moment, at that time, it's supposed to then shift within you and say, okay, now you are ready for more. Well, what happened to me uh, particularly is I've had those, I found those symbols online and I've, and I've had them for seemingly months. And so I didn't, I didn't do anything with them. They were just on my computer and I would meditate and, and do all these different things that I was doing uh, and Roberts will during that 2010 to 2015 time period. But one time then just out of nowhere i just remember it's like hey i have those symbols let me see what 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 that's about so i just sat down i watched them and i finished so i turned my computer off and it was still in total darkness in the room so i just closed my eyes to just kind of meditate because if i felt at peace i just wanted to keep to keep that going and the next thing i know i just had this bright um purple flash that just you know, basically took over my entire vision and I opened my eyes. It was still pitch black out. Why this particular purple flash with this little inkling to, I guess, where your third eye would be, uh, tink- you know, it, it was just uh, tingling, you know. And so when it hit me, I just opened my eyes. I just all of a sudden felt like I needed to go to bed. It was no fear, nothing like, you know, you better go to bed. You know, it was just very peaceful, just to get up, okay, I don't, you know, let's let's go and lay down. And so I laid down, I closed my eyes, and I immediately found myself in a different place. It was um, a very 
very dreamlike. But what was interesting about this is that there were some people there that were also uh, my uh, my friends now here during this timeline. And so, but uh, we knew each other on a different level wherever that's, this place was. And so, anyway, so I'm looking at it and it's, it was supposed to be kind of like a, a little village with a beautiful trail and and it was very park-like very clean and so um i'm looking up and there's these five different orbs that are flying around so i'm trying to get everyone's attention that's in this this village saying hey did you a foresight here hey did you know hey check this out and everybody's coming out and they were checking them out and we're all looking up and then for some reason i just like uh, I took a breath, I was just like, like that, and I felt I I was breathing, but not locally. And then I became aware that my body is still in bed, just laying there. So I closed my eyes wherever this location was, and I was able to open my eyes in bed. And I was at pitch black, you know, like it was before. And I sat up, and I was like, no, you know, like what in the world is going on? So I. I just got up, I went to the bathroom, you know, and I came back and I was like, that is so weird. I lay back down, closed my eyes and I was immediately right back at that spot to where it was so effortless. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to concentrate, didn't have to do any great meditation. It was just something was unlocked to where this experience happened. Well, long story short, there was a lot that had happened there and there was other videos where I go into some details about that story. But those five orbs eventually turned into five tall grays to where I remember looking up at them. And so we were, uh, there was basically, I was walking with one of them on this trail and we were discussing certain things. But what I couldn't really understand is that I was not, it was almost like my consciousness, Adnan, was kind of uh, on the on the passenger side of the car. And there was another portion of me that was discussing and talking about whatever it is that, that was being covered with this being. And um, what basically, um, you know, I was, you know, wanting to partake, but it just felt like, no, whatever. I mean, I'm having a discussion, whatever it is, I'm sure I'll find out eventually. So as we were walking and, and this great discussion was happening, I was walking with one of them while the other four were just kind of, you know, behind us. So we did a full, we did a full circle. There's some other things that happened on that trail, whatever, but this again for a different story. And maybe I can get into it if no one else wants to discuss or or, or talk about certain things. Um, as, we're, as we were coming back, I felt like me, Adnan, the character that I am, you know, all of a sudden had control of this etherical body that I was at. And I could, it could you know, I had this feeling that yes, I could speak. And so I looked at it and it was so tall because I kept looking up. So if, you know, I'm about five, 10, maybe five, nine or so. So for me to look up like that, there must have been, I don't know, six, seven feet at least, you know, especially for how close I was standing to him. Well, anyway, I had the only thing that I could really quickly, because it seemed like they were going away and it, I don't know, I didn't exactly look into what, you know, but all I could, you know, utter the words that I could utter was, are you a friend or foe? And it just kind of smiled, you know, with this, <clears throat> Kind of like um, um, uh, like uh, uh, Jack from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, oh, and that's the other thing that I was going to say. Initially, all five of them appeared to me in that way. Because a few oh, days Jack. before, yeah, 
a few days before uh, I had, well, let me explain, you know, before, you know, I didn't, uh, for some reason, I'd never seen the movie for as long as it's been out, I had never seen it. And so a few days before this event, I just happened to come across, um, you know, uh, I believe it was a VHS at the local flea market. I was like, oh, wow, I've never seen it. I want to watch it. So, um, or a DVD, I can't remember. The point was that I happened to see it. So when it initially initiated this process, my mind could only connect the something that tall and that that tall and lanky and the way it looked and the big eyes could only be translated as this this thing so my mind was trying to fill those gaps because there was nothing evil about it it was just weird to look at and so the more things went on and i guess i was more used to them being there it transformed and shifted into what i know now as the tall grace and so the basically what so what i'm basically trying to say here's this entire event of all these things that i that I was discussing that i was learning and one of the things that came out from this was um i was not allowed to know certain information at that time that i will at whatever stage which i have no idea at what stage that would be but my higher self was in you know talking to them at that time so that's why it seemed like i was in a driver's seat but it was this higher version of myself that was discussing certain things you know it wasn't anything bad because i had feelings during that time and everything was went great and excitement and all that other stuff so it was but that's what I was just saying. It was it wasn't like anything heavy or fearful. It was simply you know I couldn't understand the concept you know uh, uh, concepts. You know it was simply that something was discussed, things were talked about, things were planned. What exactly I have no idea. But the point is, excuse me. The point is they left. And uh, but during this time, you know there was many other interactions that were happening with other people that were in this place, whatever that I perceived as a village. What was interesting is I was going back and forth. I would literally be there for a while, then I would close my eyes there, get up, and then I would go to the bathroom again. Why I had to pee that often, I have no idea. But the point, you know, was that I even, at one point, I was walking around my room. I was like, if I close my eyes again, I'll be going back there. So what should I do, you know, while I'm, you know, while I'm still as this character, like, what, what, what do I want to explore? What do I want to see or say or whatever? So it was so weird to be able to do that. And all of that happened simply because of these 15 symbols, which I'm hoping to find now. And so, yes, sure. yeah, um, Nathan, go ahead, chat about something, whatever, if you want to add something to it or whatever, just it'll give me more time to search this so I don't have to speak and I can concentrate sure, on sure. this. Well, I had, I mean, I was going to share the reason why I asked you, what do you feel? Because I, <clears throat> there was a period of time, this is probably around 2014, 2015, um, where I started having just like lucid dreams or uh, states of meditation where like, it, like tall grays uh, became present or the image, like especially their face. And it usually would strike fear in me and freak me out. And I'd snap out of it. I'd come back to my body or whatever the case may be. Um, and then I had, there was one night in particular, and this wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, see, I'm, this is a while ago. I'm, I'm kind of foggy now, but I wasn't, I wasn't trying, like a lot of other times I was trying to meditate, trying to astral travel, trying to have a lucid dream. Uh, this time was just a normal, I just went to bed and I, you know, had to get up early. I would, I think I was working construction back then, so I was probably super, super tired, probably fell, fell asleep really quickly, went right into rim, rim sleep, and 
I, I realized I was dreaming and I, it became in it and then I, it became lucid dream. And it was uh, these, these faces that I, I was seeing, they would sort of like appear like, I didn't know if, like before this particular night, I would see these faces that would scare me and they were the shape of the grays. Uh, and they were just sort of hanging out in my room, like in the air above me. Like I didn't know if my eyes were closed or not, if I've seen them under my eyelids, but whatever the case may be, it, it was always kind of creeping me out. And uh, you know, I guess I, I must have meditated on it. Somehow I found found some sort of ease with it because on this night, I uh, uh, there was a uh, it was I was sleeping. I realized I was dreaming. I realized I was asleep. I realized that I was in my body, and I kind of had the option to leave. But as soon as I started to like peel away from my body, uh, I was greeted like by um, a family of tall grays and just like with an immense, immense uh, sense of love. And, and it, my tears just started streaming from my eyes. And I just felt so welcomed and loved. And, and just like, I was almost like I was back with family and I, I didn't want to go. And I was just, um, and I think I was just overcome with just emotions of love. And, and that's basically what I remember from it. It's, it's a while ago now. Right. I didn't know if you felt that, like that, that love. I, it was just the love was so intense. Like it was just, it was unconditional love, like, like a love that I, I don't know how to explain it. Just there. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, of course, I had it at different times, but it was all depending on what I happened to come across or what happened to 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 be going on during during that meditation or experience. But it's not. It's yeah. It's not. You know. It's um. It's something that happens often, though. You yeah. know, because because yeah. because when you are you know coming from this peaceful um, 
uh, state of mind and and you you're searching for love you, you in a way you you find it and it gets reflected back to you you know in all these overwhelming ways um nathan i don't know about well everyone else is probably seeing this already i don't know if you want to look at this also online or if you are watching on youtube at the same time um so right now these are the the symbols that i'm talking about and this is i guess a graphic that um they weren't released like that. It was a. Uh, they were more like simple drawings in the way they are now, which, uh, like for example, like this picture right here, and but somebody just, uh, I guess, um, ah shoot, um, I guess. Can you share it on Telegram? Is it easier, or should I pull up my computer? I don't. I wasn't watching on YouTube, also. Uh, just on my phone. Right. I can. I can do that later. I don't want to. Uh, I don't know how, if it's going to mess with my stream. Um, going no, back and no forth word. right because right now i have the voice chat open and um uh having to open up also to be able to text uh, uh rather than i mess with it right now but uh this person i guess whoever this was they kind of created these beautiful circle backgrounds and you know gave um gave some metallic looks to these different symbols but th those were all uh the, the first 15 apparently there's more and the explanation that was given is that they were handed down to them as contact tools from the the races that they then initially were in contact, you know, became in contact with when their civilization was, you know, on the verge of contact and needing to go what they were went through. So anyway, and uh, so I found on YouTube, uh, it's uh, right here is this person right here. It's called uh, Secret. Uh, sacred circuitry meditation 15 minutes and is by hans carlson let me see i don't uh, last time i when i shared or clicked on somebody's video i got um got a copyright strike and i had to deal with that so i read it and i click on it but i'm showing you if you simply search bashar channeling 15 symbols it's there's people out there that they create this music or just silence and one minute per symbol that each one has a has a meaning. So let's say you have center, expand, balance, prepare, express, extend, um, unlock, flow, receive, relate, realize, act, transform, connect and manifest. And so those are the things that that did that to me now what's interesting is that um soon after maybe just a couple of days later i tried to go back to him and meditate on it again and see if something was going to happen again and it just it felt like to me that it was just this at that moment this one time experience that i did it i unlocked what i needed to unlock i whatever needed to happen happened and i was just supposed to leave it at that that more information will, will come later and then of course life moved on and i haven't really looked at them again but a very profound experience happened to me while i had you know while i uh, was observing these symbols so talking about ce5 like I said, I haven't looked at the the protocol itself and what all it entails, but um, you can, it, to me, it took something simple as this. So without, whether it was the intent or not, Bashar kind of shared their protocol that, hey, use these symbols. It was handed down to us. Now we're handing it down to you and it's supposed to help facilitate contact even more. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I just wanted to to share that that out there with everyone 
Yeah, that's a, that's great though. I will definitely be doing that. It sounds fantastic. I have uh I will I will later I will uh, copy and paste this picture and I will post it um I will post it on on the Telegram page. Have you got have have you been following Bashar here recently? Has he given any updates as to what the heck's going on? What we should expect? The only reason I ask is because uh, I was watching your uh, Sasquatch video, and then the next recommended video was a uh, an update from Chiron. I think I'm pronouncing that right. K Y R O N. Um, Cryon and Cryon K R Y O N. That's right. And right. Uh, he was supposed to be saying what's going on in 2022, and and maybe it got there. But one of the takeaways I got from it was uh, right away it was like. Okay, you guys, you know, we were we were worried right when we wrote our book back 20 years ago, we were worried that you guys were going to have to experience mass extinction, you know, like a, a genocide event in right, order to right. snap out of your, your illusion, your dream. And he's like, we, you don't have to do that anymore. You guys are doing right. great. You're all waking up in droves and it's amazing. So I was like, hell yeah, let's keep going, guys. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I've, I've seen that one too. While I was um, actually talking about, you know, and occasionally when something comes across, you know, um, kind of my radar, you know, I don't, I try not to ignore it. So it, it was, it kept, it came up twice. I ignored it the first time, my second time, you know, I was like, okay, I'll listen to this or, or watch this. It's basically my, you know, my uh, way of getting my attention, I guess, because I was, um, I was, trying to fix a um trying to fix um a super nintendo uh controller <laughs> and so i was you know had it all apart and so i had a phone and hooked up to the speaker and while i was listening to that i was doing all the wiring and getting that all fixed up you know um because our youngest one he's you know three he's getting really interested in the different gaming so although he has the ta tablet he loves playing mario and all that other stuff that that we love as children so we're wanting him to grow up more on that and have that experience because it was you know joyful for us anyway so i was doing that while i was listening to cry on and yeah he's written a few books about um, uh, the upcoming changes and so, so did bashar but no to answer your question i generally don't because i Whatever I whatever um, I needed to learn at that time, um, I've I've spent a great deal on learning and understanding. So now I just basically follow my intuition and my gut feeling. Now that I know exactly that that's your connection to your higher self, and it you know the gut feeling will never mislead you. I just simply do what I need to do and go where I need to go, and I always end up coming across whatever I need to come across, whether it be solving a problem, meeting people, um, certain things, you know, whatever is more pertinent in my life. Because at the end of the day, that was the basic understanding and basic concepts that Bashar was trying to, you know, uh, say, you know, uh, get across is that, you know, um, uh, be the best version of yourself that you can be because you can't be anyone else, you know, and by you being you, you'll, you'll attract that many more things, you know, that basically mesh with you by uh, effortlessly, effortlessly and seamlessly. And so, um, I mean, boy, did it work because right at that time, you know, as I was going through all these different years of working on things and making making all these different changes and taking actions um i mean you know within a span of several months i was you know um 
in a relationship with with someone who is my wife now, moved to a different city, you know, did different directions, go gone different directions with UFO Hub and all this stuff was just happening out of nowhere. And it wasn't what I wasn't sitting there trying to plan it all out. I just simply followed my gut and it led me to all these new new directions that my life needed to go into. So <clears throat> to go back and try to listen to it. It's always fun, you know, but I understand it. And so I just would rather live my life instead of constantly going back, trying to being retaught something. I mean, it's kind of like uh, the, ex the explanation I would, I would use um, this, uh, and I often use it, it's like love, you know, when you're in love, you want to look up books and read about it and what do you do and, you know, you, you watch gurus and all this other stuff, but then when you finally are in love and you are with the person you want to be and it's just, you know, you don't go back to how to be in love 101 book, right? You know, you don't go back to, well, let me see, you know, let me rewatch this guy about love again or something like that. You know, it's like once right. you're in that state, you're already in that state. So you just live your life with that person. You don't go back reading of all these books and relisting all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just be yourself. Like you said. Right. I think uh, yeah, your, your, your life, especially with the whole hub is a very good example for anybody who's doubting that that method of just be yourself follow your passion you know whatever excites you the most go in that direction and, and everything else will or, or as a uh, like mike dooley again i'll quote him again said uh the universe will uh conspire on your behalf you know if you're yeah. doing what you love well because sure yeah well our, our analytical minds always want uh to to literally analyze and be in control of everything but your ego mind is like the dumbest part of you. Now, of course, it has a very important part it needs to play. So when I call it the dumbest part, doesn't mean that you should just discount it, <clears throat> you know, because you have to, you have to know yourself and respect those parts of yourself that haven't really caught up to who you truly want to be, you know, because a lot of people would, would often say, yeah, I can do this. Everything's fine. Like, um, um, one example, um, uh, uh, Bashar was often using is, uh, you know, you can be, you know, you can be told that in order to go deep sea diving, you need this mask and the ego will be like, I don't need a mask. I'm just fine. I'll hold my hair. I'll do all this other stuff. But when you're 300 feet underwater, you are very grateful that you have that mask on, you know? And so um, it's the same thing with the ego. It has a purpose. The ego is there to basically maintain your body to, um, you know, just do these everyday, day-to-day -day mundane things to just be the vessel that it's here for, to be for you. And so, you know, don't ever discount it. You know, that's why a lot of the things that I ever wanted regarding contact, I couldn't go beyond what my body was capable of going. And I mean, if I went beyond it, it would have been physical damage that it wouldn't have benefited me or the people or the beings that I'm trying to be in contact with. And so, you know, you just have to slowly go along with it. It's almost like um, uh, Dolores Cannon would often call it, uh, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, um, you know, give, give steak to a baby, you know, certain mm -hmm. development, certain things, certain growth has to occur before then, you know, you can start chewing on steak and eating it and, and then moving on with life. But as a baby, you would not be able to get that done. Um, so anyway, um, Yes. So, uh, excuse me, just one quick second, Nathan. So anyone uh, watching, thank you very much for being here. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, we're just basically uh, hanging out online, chatting about 
whatever topics happen to be. And we have Nathan on uh, today, and Carlos seems to be listening too. If he wants to share some things, I would encourage him to to raise his hand and also talk to me. But uh, you are welcome to also go get on Telegram. or if you don't have it, download the app to your phone or computer, find the UFO Hub group and join the voice chat where you can then directly talk to me about whatever experiences you've had in your life, whether it be ghosts, UFOs, metaphysical or whatever. And um, sometimes, you know, we, we cover um, things that are, I wouldn't call it necessarily political, but a lot of societal changes that are happening. And so because it's very prevalent in, in our life net right now. And so, of course, it's uh, sometimes a topic that cannot be avoided. But um, uh, pretty much any topic that you would like to discuss, that's what I'm here for. Um, Any other time, Fridays, um, I'm going to have um, Kiwani Lepsoritis on at uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. And he's also a, um, I guess, a Sasquatch researcher and an experiencer for a very long time. So um, since a lot of times I've, I've just been covering UFOs and abduction things, I figured to switch it up a little bit and uh, go more into the uh, cryptozoology field and uh, uh, just discuss more information regarding that. And for those of you who have not heard this earlier, I'm going to, uh, last week I had uh, Cindy Carter on and um, she was, we were kind of discussing who are the Sasquatch, but there was a lot of problems I was having with my stream and it kept dropping and all these things were happening. So um, I apologized to her and I said, I would be more than happy to have you on again if you can, so that we can finish this conversation. So what else we'll discuss, I don't know, but I hope you can join us. Um, I don't know that I'll have her immediately the week after, but um, uh, I will have her on soon so that at least then we'll we'll complete the Sasquatch uh, subject and then we'll move on to something else. Maybe I might um, uh, go into uh, different experiences that uh, are psychic or ghosts or, you know, whatever else, you know, whatever else I'm, I'm led to, I'll try to kind of go down that direction so that there's a variety of different things for you to, to um, hear about and participate. Um, but yeah, jo- join me on, on Telegram if you like. If you have any other questions in chat, I am uh, also watching that. So it uh, seems like you guys have been very busy, which is good. I'm glad you, you guys have some conversations. And so if there's any particular questions you'll, you'd like to uh, chime in or whatever, just don't hesitate to ask. Uh, please make sure to put the three stars before your question, because then I know it's something in, re- in reference to me um, in, instead of uh, just being another comment for another person that's in the chat. So it'll just pop out at me easier. Okay. Um, let's see. Nathan, is there anything else you would like to discuss? Uh, uh, and I don't know. I couldn't see if Carlos had raised his hand or if uh, Carlos just wants to listen in. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just one, one question came to mind. If, if, and then, and then the, if someone else can have the floor. But just when you were talking there. Um, so you mentioned earlier that uh, Nancy, uh, Nancy Carter, that's her name, right? Right. Uh, Cindy. Cindy, yeah. Cindy. Cindy. So after like halfway Nancy. through the interview, I changed the name to Sydney for some reason, and somebody brought that up to me in the comment. I'm like, uh, sorry, Cindy, okay. C-I-N-D-Y, I believe. That was a great interview. That was very, very fascinating. I'd love to hear more from her in, in the future, you know, like more of her experiences. Uh, but you mentioned that she said before the interview, she expected there might be problems with connection. Did she say why? Like, did she say is she just got a bad internet connection or is well, it something um, she, because of yeah, her energy? Little did she, little did she say that, um, you know, first it started, the stream started out with me doing a, making a rookie mistake of muting myself and I was just doing a, whatever, you know, a silent movie mode there. And, and so then I started seeing uh, in the chat, they're like, no sound, something is, you know, something is wrong. So then I, I muted myself. I was just about to start talking to her. Then her stream drops uh, for um, for Skype. Well, then I get her back and we continue. And as we're continuing this discussion, thankfully, majority of it, everything seemed to be fine. But then my my OBS that has never done that before, uh, all these interviews, it just kept crashing, 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 you know, and I kept coming back and I would ask her, please repeat the last thing. And so um, I had checked out my system yesterday. It worked just fine. It seems to be working just fine now, too, because it seems like I've been on for an hour and a half with um, seemingly no problems. So I don't know what the problem was, but she kept saying that there's, uh, from her point of view, that there's these certain three-letter agencies based on what she used to do um, uh, that they don't want her discussing certain things. And so anytime she's on, they mess with her you know, in one form or another. And so, like I said, people sometimes say that nothing happens, but she said it and soon after all this stuff was occurring. So I made some minor changes because I, there was nothing I could necessarily find wrong because even after I did the test stream yesterday, I haven't changed much. It shouldn't have been a significant change for all my settings, you know, um, for... You know, it, it, it's, you know, because if, if it's hard to fix something, if it's not broken. So I was hoping that a, a problem would occur again to where I can, you know, replicate it. Cause you know, uh, being in IT, as you might know, Nathan, it's, you know, uh, you, you have to be able to replicate the problem in order to help somebody, but especially when you're, when you're trying to solve your own problems. But if I can't see it, I can't have it happen again, then I don't know what I'm looking at. Maybe it was just she was starting to broach certain topics, certain subjects that uh, they particularly don't want out in the public uh, scene well, right now or something. Right. She was saying that uh, after certain sightings of Sasquatch that they um, – uh, then this group would show up, government, 
you know, three-letter agencies, and they were close by. And I think I remember asking her, I said, well, so do they have like a standby headquarters somewhere to where they can quickly be where this happens or what? And, uh, or is this some, something else? And she's, she's like a bit of both to where, for whatever reason, they're interested in that subject too. Um, there's a, I don't know if some of you might be interested. I would really appreciate some kind of feedback, um, even for those of you watching, if you could at least interact in the chat with maybe a thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, the video that my friend uh, Joe Palermo covered, um, there is a particular thing that I was sharing that he was. He, this was happening on the side of a road where he and some other Sasquatch researchers were, uh, they found some footprints and whatnot. Well, anyway, I found a video where I was trying to tell you guys where he just kind of panned the camera around without looking and he had captured this brown being that was there, you know, that kind of stuck out like a sore th thumb in the footage. And so uh, I found it and it's about 10 minutes long. And so if you're interested in me showing it to you now, especially since I have the browser, I can open it up and find it. Um, please let me know um, if you would rather me not to do that, then um, then I won't. But at least if, if there's a majority of people that might be interested in this, it's about 10 minutes. So give me a thumbs up if you can. Um, and then I'll I'll just then go find the video and then I'll I'll share it um, and, and play it right now as, as we're live. Say, say that again, Nathan. I'm sorry, I don't know how to thumbs up while I'm uh, while I'm uh, in a voice chat. So okay, my, uh... <laughs> you don't have to thumbs up. I just know you'll tell me. <laughs> yeah, let me see if uh, if did people you inherit, would. Uh... Did you inherit that uh that collection of data? You know, all of Joe's stuff. Um, no, I I I didn't. But he still has a a website, and so uh, uh, it's not down. Thank God. So. I basically went and, uh, you know, found it and found the footage that was, um, that he was talking about because he initially showed me the, the raw footage of, of this before he edited it in this, in this particular form. And since I'm not on, um, since I'm on Telegram, not watching YouTube, uh, th this, uh, Large, uh, I assume that this will be live later. I could catch it later. Uh, yes, this will be live later. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for, for those that are watching or listening on Telegram that I don't have any way to um, to basically uh, stream this to, to you guys. Because the only thing that everyone on Telegram can hear is me speaking through this mic. Anything that's going on in the browser or anything else does not go. I've been trying to figure it out. But I feel like I'm just going to overload the system that I have right now with all kinds of settings and things that are just, uh, you know, I mean, they've, they've been solid and working great, but I don't want to push it beyond uh, beyond that point. Okay, so we had learning to love. Please share, Adnan. Um, Alep Prime. Uh, nope. Basil Sorbet says yes, please show. M said yes, please, please play, please play. Thumbs up, smiley face, arrow up. Really want to see it. Okay, all right. Well then, let's um. Let me. I found it. Let me switch over. Let me switch over to. 
this browser. Okay, that works out great. So it's about, uh, it's the whole thing is 33 minutes long. If you guys are interested, it's, it's just literally just, uh, um, my friend, you know, late Joe Palermo going, uh, doing his thing and researching how he was researching it and trying to record what he records. So this is not someone who's a charlatan or trying to trick you or whatever. So, uh, this is just, uh, one of the recordings in his life with, doing what what he's you know always been doing so anyway without any further ado here here it is this large big toe is where we're starting the measurement and then as we're going on and you can see the the width of this thing it seems to end up right at about 23 22 and a half 22 right yeah somewhere in there right about in there Let's go on the width. Let's it, check the width out. Okay, way. let's check the width. Okay. Hey. He was going to get a shot of the... Okay, at the width, 11 inches across. I would say about 10 and a half. Here you go, Dave. We'll put it right back for you. Now, why would you say 10 and a half? Because you get the... The impression is so deep because of the size. Mm -hmm. And... The concave, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, the concave is the edges, okay. Mm -hmm. But the actual width of his foot, if he was lifting it up, was probably just right there. Just go to the deepest part. That's what I do. Okay. Yeah, you know, everybody's got their own way. Okay. I go to the deepest part to check the, the width mm -hmm. and the length. Cool. Very cool. We need. To, we want to measure that other one too now, or let him get his width. Dave, we have another footprint over there. This is how prevalent Sasquatch is in this area. I mean, my goodness, we couldn't have stepped out to just a while and then my assumption is just judging on the size of the toe and this one is not as clear as that one but right we're gonna be right it's the same individual yeah right there at the edge of the toe is 22 mm -hmm. point of the heel so and the width there we go about the same about, yeah, about, about the 10 same. and a half and what's to me what's interesting is that it it appears that this one that is to the left looks like a right foot. Well, behind you where cars have driven, mm -hmm. it's kind of ruined what would have been the left foot over there, but he may have been standing here and then repositioned himself. But those are two right feet, mm -hmm. same size. Right. I think this was part of another one actually that's gotten right. messed up. The cars have drove through it. There's been too many cars driving through it. Mm -hmm. And we're not even into this area yet. Let's see if I can get that from the other angle.
Looks like there's a bit of a twist to it. Boy, it's been a while since I've done this. Almost too long. <laughs> Thank God there's no sticker bushes I gotta move through. Alright, we're gonna go this way. This is clearer this way. trying to get out of you. I'm... There we go. There. That's our squat right there. So anyway, what I was wanting to show was that footage because um, as my friend and just doing what he always did, you know, I know he wouldn't be um, necessarily uh, 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 bullshitting me. And so I was basically, let me go back to the voice chat. Um, Sorry, I think I, I muted you, Nathan. Well, I'll mute you here again. Um, so as as my friend, he uh, didn't, you know, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be playing these tricks on me. And when he showed me this different footage, you know, to see that it's for him to to be, you know, to have captured it, it was pretty amazing. You know, I know it wasn't somebody just trying to make something up. But then also during that video that I that we had discussion with Cindy, I asked her about Eyeshine, and this was one particular one to where you see these two two red dots. Now you make up you make up your mind as you will for what you think this is, you know, whether or not they made some kind of mistakes, whether or not there's some kind of lights out there. But, um, you know, during the day he was discussing with me where these lights are and how they show up. It would be like really high up in the air in the tree line and there's no power of any kind, you know, unless someone would have shown two lasers out there or had two, two red lights to just kind of pop up and, and, um, uh, glow up and you know glow in the dark as they uh, appear in this video so i encourage you uh to check out this video i will also uh along with the symbols i will let me see because i do have this option because i'm already in it so it's not gonna be that difficult i'm pasting um uh, the link in in the chat right now so that you can uh watch this video on your own uh when you have some time and um 
so that way you can just scrutinize it for yourself and uh, uh, check it out in more details. And also in in Telegram too, I will uh, post this link and also post the the picture or a video that I could find um, of those fifteen symbols, where then you should be able to, um, you know. Uh, use that as one hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the tools to help you meditate and um, uh, eventually uh, makes, make progress regarding contact. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, I don't know if um, if anyone else, if there's in chat, if you would like to discuss anything else, I know I'm I'm uh, on voice chat and Telegram with Nathan and Carlos. I believe Carlos is just listening, and Nathan and I've been chatting. So we did all as well last week because um, if no one else wants to log in and tell us their story or share some other interesting things, then it would just be be us two. But, um, you know, I'm very glad that Nathan logged in. Otherwise, I'll just be chatting about whatever else would come come to mind. And sometimes, I don't know, unless I'm asked a specific question, I don't know what's, what's of interest for people to talk about and, and, and discuss. <clears throat> Nathan, yeah, um, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I pulled you up on. Uh, I pulled it up to YouTube so I could watch the video. I saw it. It was that was pretty great. Um, good stuff. Uh, but I did bring another question to mind. I wanted to ask you, and now's a good time too. Um, so, sure. uh, being tech savvy for years now, I've um, always blocked every kind of ad. Now, obviously, that doesn't benefit people who are making money off of ads. Uh, tell me, do I need to actually watch the full ad, click on the product and stuff, or, or how, how do you how do you benefit from the ads? Like, what do I? What are people watching the YouTube videos? After oh, doing? well, I mean, my whole my whole goal a while back. I mean, you not a lot of people know, but it's a huge investment in just this mics, cameras, and everything else. I mean, uh, thankfully, a lot of the things I was able to do before I got married. <laughs> after I got married, you know, you have to be like, hey, uh, I need to buy this stuff or build these things, and so you know, thank God for for my wife she's very understanding and and i love her and i really appreciate it that she's you know understanding what i'm doing and and thankfully she's also into this kind of stuff so we kind of work together to make certain things happen so for example the streaming table that i'm using now that i happen to that i built um there was about $25,000 of our own investment that I kind of took on like second job and worked and saved that to be able to to do this. And then very graciously, um, a gentleman named Eric von, von Felsen, he basically was trying to contact me and I, and I kept not... I wasn't necessarily ignoring him, but it was somebody's trying to contact me, like always, people always sending me emails and all these other things. And he finally, like, there was one particular email that just got my attention. It's like, I want to give you money, contact me, you know, but the reason why I then reacted to it is because at that time, 
I had a, um, you know, I was hoping, well, people, if they like with what I do with UFO Hub, you know, if they're interested to for me to be able to grow this into something bigger and be able to give them more content and get more speakers and all these other things, I was thinking maybe through a conference, it will be a lot easier because then they can constantly watch conferences. It'll be all available online, you know, because the initial donations, that's what they created so that now content can be created over and over again. And so by having the people come in person they were they were i was hoping that enough would show up to where then they will pay for the next conference and so the benefits then you would get free videos online constantly <laughs> anyway long story short um uh the it, it costs a lot of money and so when he when he tried to he tried to he didn't want to just leave a large donation he wanted to contact me directly and deal with me directly to to be able to do that and basically paid for a third of what the table eventually was which was 35,000 bucks and he gave me about 10,000 in order to do this and he really loved and appreciated what I was doing and so I was very grateful for it because there was $10,000 less that I had to work for and take away from my family and my children's mouth in order to build it you know now of course you know I'm not putting my family to an extent to where like well either I put a video out on YouTube or you go hungry no I'm not that kind of person I wouldn't never be that kind of person but you know um, we don't go on vacations we don't necessarily have any other extra ways to 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 just you know do more fun things as a family it's always there's a plan there's a message there's a they a i wouldn't call it you know uh, I wouldn't call it an obsession, but like a path that I need to do and I need to take with UFO Hub. And my wife perfectly understands that because her, um, you know, grandmother, Dolores Cannon, well, you know, she was kind of the same way. She knew what she was doing with, with these different um, uh, hypnosis and, and she needed to publish her own books and, and just go about this no matter at what detriment it would have eventually, you know, did to the family or detriment in the sense that, all your money is reinvested in something else that could be more benefit to the to rest of the world while you kind of forego on some other things. So what I'm basically with the ads that are on on YouTube, my hope was like, oh, well, YouTube is going to be very reasonable. And so for me, potentially being a partner with YouTube and by me putting up good content and it's not, you know, anything negative or at least i wouldn't consider it negative that they would you know give me a share of these different ads that are shown on my video so that that way instead of me having to go out to ask or go out to manifest and work otherwise i was hoping that youtube would be reasonable enough to just you know um pay up on their part and so then that way i could take that money and then potentially invite guests or do whatever else i could do but <clears throat> YouTube is very stingy when it comes to those things. And so, you know, I still basically just kind of depends on what month to month, you know, how things go, if I need a new camera or something, which I've been thinking about, but I haven't quite had the courage to to break the news to my wife yet because she'd be like, if you buy one more piece of equipment, I don't know, she might divorce me. But uh, so anyway, but yeah, the watching the ads, whether you just watching for a little bit or click on them or not click on them you know i mean it depends on depends on how much interest there is on the ad is how youtube then judges about how much of 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 a uh, click-through rate to give me 
um, so that then I get something back from from those. But it's so minute that it's like just a couple couple bucks, you know. And so maybe in a few months I might be able to buy a brand new, you know, SDI cable if I need a new one or something like that. Anyway, the point is I'm not complaining. The point was I thought YouTube was going to be more generous with their creators, you know, and. Um, for them being on their platform and attracting more people to their platform because of the different content, that they would be more generous in giving more of a share when it comes to these different ads. But they're not. I mean, there's some benefits that I get from it, but it's not something that, that I can just kind of go crazy and expand UFO Hub into something bigger. Because that's what actually all these different other, um, like if you watch cable, all the, the, the commercials that you watch during a movie, uh, those are the people that have paid to those companies, in case you weren't aware of this. And I apologize if I'm telling you something that you already understood. But for those that didn't or don't, it's simply that's how they pay for their, for their network and everything else that they do. But it's such a large amount of money. And because of that large exposure to how many audience each channel reaches, uh, they get... Um, you know, they get to charge different things. They could be, you know, $10,000 for a 10 second, 15 second ad, you know, and you add several hundred ads per day that you happen to watch. That's a lot of money. So now they get to go out, <clears throat> buy all this equipment, make all their studios look great to sell you a bunch of lies, you know. And so that's what I was also talking about earlier about what it is that you want to invest in. The point is, uh, you can you know, we can't constantly complain about, oh, I'm not seeing this, I'm not seeing that, but you personally are not going to a direction that that would have benefited somebody. And the point is, it doesn't necessarily have to be me. It could be anyone else that's maybe, you know, a researcher that you like, maybe someone that I've already interviewed, you know, all those different people need, need a certain support in certain ways, whether it be watching those ads or maybe just you know, a few seconds of those ads on their particular channels helps them so they can continue doing what they got to do. But for some reason, there's always this group of people that somehow they always like, oh, it's all about money. I was like, yeah, let me tell you, it's definitely all about money because I'm sitting here on a pile of gold, let me tell you, you know. And so the 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 what I don't understand is that, you know, a lot of us that do this, I do this because it's, you know, it's our passion. It's something we love doing. It's it's the interactions with people. So I always try to, I never liked how some people want to talk about the UFO subject, but they have a shaky camera and the sound is bad and all these things that were just basically, you know, that, that, that would occur. It was driving me nuts. I was like, how can we ever be taken seriously if we don't spend the time to buy a proper mic, to go and, and you know, invest in learning certain things so that we can have videos like the ones that I put out. I don't know if you consider them that, that, that you know, great videos of all the ones that I've done in person with just the black background and the person speaking and the different camera angles, but it's how I saw it that this is respectful enough. This is something that I could sit through and watch and, and understand what this person is trying to tell me and I can potentially learn from it. You know, so if you block the ads, I mean, for those that you, who you really like, it could potentially, you know, it's a dollar or two that they didn't get, but, um, you know, um, 
just recently, you know, I had more options. The, this one company, I guess, because of the table, I guess it's called the coolest bottle um, or the coolest water bottle or the coldest water bottle or something like that. Anyway, they reached out to me and they wanted to do this program to where I would have had to have that bottle on the table. And the, uh, about 10 videos uh, would, would have to have 10 videos with the bottle is in sight. And then five videos out of the 10, that I would have to mention something about the bottle. Now I always drink water. I have a water bottle over here that most of the time is not that cold and it would have come in handy, but for the subject that I'm talking about and for how seriously I still would like newcomers to take the UFO subject, I didn't want it to to cheapen the platform, you know, to where I'm sitting there. It's like, you know, oh, and the aliens came down and they all mean us well and they're all about peace and love. Oh, and my cold water bottle that I like to enjoy, you know, now on and off. You know, it's like um, I didn't want to... You know, I didn't want it to become like I'm selling this product. Now, of course, any money compared to zero would have helped. But again, for me, you know, how it comes across is more important than eventually, you know, what, what the money outcome would have been. It's not great, but it would have been better than zero. Now, of course, if they came to me and, and it would have drastically changed the way UFO Hub could run to where I could constantly have a daily show with a daily guest on something to deliver, then yeah, I would go for it, you know, because then it's benefiting the platform and benefiting the field in general. But just so that I can get, you know, a couple hundred bucks per year, it was not worth it, you know. Okay. Anyway, that yeah, was my uh, long roundabout way of, of getting to your answer. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, so the long and the short is uh, skipping the video or blocking the video. You see no revenue. Skipping the video, you see a tiny bit of revenue. Watching the video, watching the ad, a little more revenue. Actually, clicking on it, you you get the most, right? Right. But the thing is, um, I can't tell you to do that because I think it's also against YouTube policy. The point is, you would. I hope that they're, sh I don't know what they're showing you. They control what's being shown. You know, I don't have that many restrictions or what place before each video. And so um, I'm hoping that it's something that you really would like. If it's not something you like, for God's sakes, don't click on it. You know, it's like, it's, you know, um, there's support in many other ways. I mean, you, sh you could share a video, you can, you know, share it on your Facebook, share it on YouTube, tell your friend about it, share the links, you know, because the more exposure there is out there, the more views the videos get, all those little dollars eventually would add up to where it could be a significant budget to where the next step can be taken. But um, it's that nowhere close to where I can, let's say, um, you know, um, not necessarily... What's the word? Why well, I can produce like uh, Ancient Aliens does, because I everything I do is just a one man show. I um, bounce off a lot of stuff, uh, you know, um, uh, to my wife. I ask her, say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And she'll give me some feedback. But at the end of the day, unless it's something that she can help with, um, everything that I do is just me. Um, actually, while we're on this subject i hope um everyone that's watching doesn't mind me doing this i'll go back here real quick so i do have this this other channel that i just recently started but i wanted to show you just what i'm talking about so this i'm gonna mute this so this this other channel is something that i was thinking about doing um 
I don't know when I thought I would have the free time because I absolutely don't with the third child on the way and the different shows and work during the day. Um, but there are sometimes ideas and videos that I wanted to put up on this different channel that I called uh, just totally rad everything. And so it's not a uh, specific thing that I have to cover like with UFO Hub. So with this channel, it's just to, um, for example, this was me in the process of building this very studio here and uh, i might have showed this at the very beginning i don't know um who else might have seen it but that's basically um me just go you know sitting on that tractor and just digging out the foundation and measuring things out with um uh, careful, careful guidance of my uh father-in-law you see him there in a the blue shirt and so i would just ask him you know okay i did this what what do i need to do next he's like all right well set these you know set this steel and connect them so then you're you know we can pour your foundation so then i would just start the work and and do whatever i needed to do and so um it took about a year and a half to get this process completed over maybe 80 percent uh, of all of that I did by myself, the the rest was my brother-in-law and father-in-law helping with some of the framing because when it comes to putting up the roof and the rest of the things, I just, I, I couldn't have done it by myself. But um, the whole point was, it was, um, I needed to do this because of what now I now know because of COVID, uh, but little did I know at that time, it, I, you know, everything else I was trying to do with the conference, it didn't work. And I was wondering why. And so all of a sudden I realized, you know, okay, well, I needed a studio. I needed somewhere where I can edit, where the children are constantly bothering me, where I can potentially, you know, uh, do more of these videos. So, uh, and have storage for the rest of the junk in the house. Cause, uh, you can see the house is to the right of the studio and it's very small space for the family that we're having. So anyway, the point was I just go out, spend my own money to build whatever I need to build to get you what you need to get. And I don't mind it one bit. You know, I just always hope that I don't always have to go back to my wife and be like, hey, can we spend some more of our own money so I can go out and film this or do that? Because um, to go in person to do an interview, it costs about anywhere from 600 thousand bucks um, because I have to go drive to this location it's several hundred miles away often the different states maybe on the coasts then get a hotel room for several days set the studio up in the hotel room get the camera angles do what I have to do uh, then have the person come out do the interview and then pack everything up and drive back and so that's why I like conferences because then I can go to one location instead of only getting one interview I could potentially get five to six interviews out of that same amount of money that I would have to invest. So it's just a little background of how this works, how high and how, how I, I handled it throughout all these years, because I started in about 2014. But anyway, so that's us just basically building. Just build. I don't know if you can see this, Nathan. Are you watching also on YouTube? I am, yeah, I've just, okay. I have you muted on YouTube though, because there is a delay I noticed. Right, right. And so, yeah, there's us starting out with the framing after the, 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 the foundation and the slab was, was put in and um, just basically time lapse of um, me and my father-in-law just adding, ad adding it, you know, uh, piece of wood by piece of wood running in all the, the wires. And then after, after this part, um, it became, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. After this part, then I just did as much as I could on, on my own and just uh, uh, put in 
basically put in the roof, did it all by myself and just um, uh, doing wh whatever I can to make uh, what I needed possible, which is having this space so that I eventually I can have these shows. Well, and it seems like it's absolutely necessary now. So you, this is a good example of you following your gut intuition or you know, following your... Right, because little did I know that everything else that was being blocked all the time, there was a reason because by right when I completed this, COVID hit. And then I was, I just looked back, I was like, wow, it just, oh, it still amazes me how this works out that, you know, um, there was a reason why these things didn't work out to where eventually then I have this place, you know, built you know, and, and made to where I can have it. It's uh, uh, soundproof. It has no windows and um, use pretty good insulation so that I don't hear very much of what's going on out there. And uh, if I hear a storm in here, it means it must be really thundering outside for, for it to finally come through in here. Uh, but anyway, so there's, you know, things like that. That's that, And this is what a lot of people that are into um, UFOs or these different subjects, that's how we all kind of make it. We just basically spend our whatever own money on going our own direction, what we feel like we need to do. Like my friend Joe Palermo, you know, he'll take, take, will take a month to save up to finally then get, you know, this camera and then to maybe upgrade to 4K, you know, and um, uh, by that time he was already living on um on government assistance so you get even less money after all the all the things have been paid out so anyway um since since i'm not uh let me see maybe there were some other questions i could attend to more that are now more about ufos or anything like that i didn't mean to kind of go off in a tangent about myself but you jotted this uh this memory Nathan, so it's all your fault. <laughs> what? Yeah, but be a perfect example. So this is me digging out the power lines coming into this building. And so I dug out the trench and then did a lot of research and learned and asked all kinds of experts and people that are electricians. It's like, okay, what gauge do I need to get enough power where it needs to get? And then I basically, you know, there, there I am spending at least, you know, uh, I don't know how long it took to just get that a metal rod for grounding into the ground and then uh this part right here it um i was basically it would have cost about 300 dollars to just literally have an electrician come in and take the rods hook them up close it and be it and i was like is this all i got to do so i my wife and i just did it by ourselves you know to to make happen whatever needs to happen you know it's like we researched you know it's like if Every electrician is also a human being. So that means they spent the time to learn and understand what they need to understand. So why can't I, you know, and why can't you for that matter? You know, everyone else, you know, it's also a human being and you should have the ability to do what you need to do. And, you know, basically wired, there's wiring the, the whole box, uh, you know, for the, the electric box and the fuses for this entire building here. So anyway, I'm going to skip forward here real quick. But yeah, there's uh, uh, me just getting all the different corners, getting everything into place, and just making all these different rooms and, and buildings ready. Uh, this is just uh, more footage of um, of uh, when, uh, when we're uh, pouring the slab. What was interesting about this, see this that little part that was just left, 
the 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 track not the not the tractor but the cement truck was stuck and so i basically had to take that that tractor and go in fill up the bucket bring it bring it back and pour it out so i was for two hours going back and forth doing that until they could get the the truck out and then only for that small quarter was the other truck was able to get back there and just pour it down in 10 minutes so that was talking about difficulties and and, and challenges along the way so anyway, yeah, this this is from the local company where I was able to then uh, month after month, I would just, uh, as we saved up, basically got the uh, the different lumber and just have them deliver it that was then was used for uh, for the building. But anyway, what I want to show then this other one that I have here, this is me making this this table here that I'm that I'm using right now. I needed an editing table and I needed uh, what I call the podcast table because eventually I would like to talk to another guest in person here instead of just on on uh, YouTube so I needed something big enough but everything everywhere I looked everywhere I went there was always these hundreds if not thousands of dollars and so just me doing what I did making this table and just getting it getting it all done uh, by myself Okay, let me let me skip forward here. So there's the smaller one which I use for for editing, and then the taller one which does, which is this one here. So I promise I'm almost done with it. But yeah, here's uh, here's the final final look. So this is the the smaller table. This is basically my editing station, and there's one of the controllers that I was fixing earlier, as I mentioned. But uh, this is where I edit all the pre-recorded videos and. Uh, just uh, uh, filming a little uh, B-roll footage here. And then um, this is uh, this is the other table. This is where I'm sitting right now. And so it's looking from your angle more you know streamed streamed out. And yes, for some some people, some of the guests that I had on, they were asking me like, oh, what uh, filter am I using? I said, there's no filter, there's actual black wall. Because, um, oh, open up the wrong browser. Um, because I always like that um, void background so that there's only attention on one, one subject. So do not be distracted by too many things. Um, I wanted to get it, get it painted up. Um, but yeah, I, um, so yeah, in, in, in so many ways, we all as ufologists have to do our own thing. I mean, if we can get some help, great, but it's not by any means the money that's not there that drives us, you know, it's basically the, these experiences that are very important that, that just feels like we need to let people know as much as possible about UFOs, about things that are, that are out there because it's almost feels like that it's um, uh, irresponsible not to to share something you've learned about, you know? And, um, so anyway, Nathan, um, that's, I, I think you got already the answer that, that, that you were asking for and kind of got me off on a tangent to, to show everyone else of what the building looks like where I'm at now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I do have one more question though about your merchandise because, sure. uh, 
uh, we, we were going to purchase some shirts. I was wondering, first of all, um, do you have, do you, are, do we, are you going to have other colors or, or also uh, uh, extra small size? Oh, well, see, the, the, uh, the depends on which one you're talking about. That's all run by Teespring. And so there's some, some things that, um, um, that I, uh, let me see here. Yeah. Cause it's Teespring controls, uh, basically all the, um, all the different, uh, options that that are available so i can select some things and uh depends on which shirt you're talking about I could maybe try to go back in and see if, if if they can add you know if they can add that for you but other than that i don't have that many options so i should probably could ask them i guess like make a request uh right let me see here uh my, my my wife is She's she's Colombian. She's standard size. Right. Colombian. Which which one were you talking about? Which one particularly? Um, okay, let me pull it back up. I I'm, I've got the tab open here. Right. Um, well, anyway, she um, the one that that the, the head of the gray, the large, you know, head. Oh right. So more of a the shirt. Yeah, I don't know which ones. Yeah, the two. Yeah, they only have small, medium, large. They go many different sizes, 2XL, 3XL, 4XL, 5XL. But yeah, it looks like they don't do anything else. I can see if I can expand the colors, you know, to go more that's beyond. Yeah, to go beyond. Yeah, that's my question. Right. The only thing that I did that because it kind of goes with the UFO hub colors, so I kind of stick stuck with that. But it's just basically something like this, you know, um, helps also any of the researchers that are out there to just – you know, or not just research, even for what I do, it's like, um, you know, instead of just, you know, maybe asking for donations because I'm needing a camera or something, you get something in return, uh, a portion, you know, kicks back to me. And then I can, you know, just recently I needed an SDI cable running from that camera all the way down to connect here because the signal kept going in and out. And so every, every little bit helps. But um, okay, well, enough of that. I don't, didn't necessarily want to go into that much, but the, the option is there. So if you're interested in any of the stuff, it's was majority of these were thought of and made by me. Others, I had to go out and ask them to do. For example, like this one is um, basically a, an alien standing behind the scientist saying, excuse me, and the scientist says, don't bother me, I'm looking for aliens, which how I felt scientists are nowadays they're so enthralled with all these specifics and like they're like there's lights in the sky and we're trying to figure this out but aliens are already here wanting to interact and so i did kind of um a play on that and included the same one with um with uh, sasquatch where it says you know excuse me and then you know scientists looking at sasquatch footprints so okay enough of that uh nathan is there let me see voice chat no, Carlos is still on, and which, which is great. Uh, is there anyone else uh, in the chat that had a specific question that would like me to maybe cover? My wife had a question. I can relate to you if nobody else does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if sure. She said, when it, it, do you think is a good time, or is a specific time for everyone to stop denying the UFO Phenomena. Uh, now? 
Uh, explain to me, please, what, what does she mean when? Like asking for a specific time? Yeah, I mean, because uh, everybody can know our UFO because movies or histories, but still lots of people deny it. Deny that it's real and it is, and they want right. to find like scientific explanation. But I think like uh, maybe... Okay, Nathan keep telling me about this uh, AR involved like like evolution and 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 I don't know when it will be a good time for just to expose everything and show to everyone that this is uh, real. So like right. when, when would it be a good time for governments to be full full disclosure, like for it to yeah, like it sometimes happen a little bit with with um how is the name of these people Pentagon? The Pentagon. The Pentagon, Pentagon. yeah, right. Yeah, well, well here, right. I think, well, I covered this before in some other ones, so I'll try to make it short in this one, I promise. So the point here is that if you personally are interested in UFOs, simply go after whatever information is available for you to look up and research. Because like with everything in life, you can't push things onto people out there and say, you must look at this because you have to look at that. You know, I mean, we're not talking about information like, hey, you're driving down this road and this road is about to end. If you don't hit the brakes, you're going to fall over the cliff. That's a different story we're talking about. When it comes to UFOs, um, it's not something that, that that I would recommend pushing on people because everyone, if they if it's their time to learn what they need to learn, they will come across it but the, the best thing that you can do for yourself is just simply go out you know uh, to put another plug watch all these different interviews that i've done with all these different researchers that were so willing to give the information that they have about all that they've learned you know uh, listen to them learn something and then you kind of grow with that information because if you go out um and i think nathan would understand this perfectly if you go out um uh to pester people and try to get them to be like, hey, you must look at this or, 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 or be insulting about this. They're just going to grow to be resentful, you know? So for example, Nathan, do you remember our, uh, um, uh, no, 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 I don't mean any insults to anyone that's vegetarian or vegan. This is just a particular story that Nathan and I can kind of relate, but do you remember, or do you know who I'm about to talk about specifically? Yes, I do. Okay. So, the point was this particular person was very much into veganism, right? And and thought the world of it. And everywhere we went, we always got this full spiel at every restaurant, every place about how we should just cut out all this stuff and do all these other things when all of us just wanted to just sit there and eat our burgers, right? And and I think you 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 can you remember that, right, Nathan? Oh yeah, definitely. Right. And so the point was, it's not that he didn't have good information, but he was constantly just everywhere we went, like I would pick up something, he will give me a spiel about how this thing is not good for me. And just despite them, I'd be looking at him just going like, mm, this still tastes pretty good. You know, the, the point is, we are programmed in such ways that when we are told in this manner that we have to do something, when we really don't feel like it, it makes it more resentful and it creates more barriers than necessary. Right. This information could be like the best information for us to take in. But if it's not delivered in a, in a positive manner, you know, people reject it. So we were having uh, uh, and I think you were there too, Nathan. Remember when we were uh, at this one particular place, we we're learning about like creditors and commerce and about contracts and all of that. And um, 
we all were were basically sleeping at this one house, so there weren't any beds, and we were all in, uh, um, you know, um, uh, sleeping bags. Yeah, and so he was going on and on and on how much he hated Christians because Christians just put their pushed their beliefs on him and and made him do all this stuff he never liked doing and all all, all these things. And I'm just kind of smiling. Them, I mean, he can't see it because it's dark, and we're all trying to sleep but you know certain people are still having conversations i just turned to this person i just said hey um okay do you know how you just said you don't like these things that christians do because they push things on you whatever that's what you literally do with veganism and he just kind of i i felt like he was kind of trying to get himself out of that do you remember that conversation oh yeah yeah, right. Clearly. But the point was, you know, it's not that I was not open to to any new ideas to learn something. And, and in a lot of ways, he was right about food and what's in the food. Now, I still love steak and all this other stuff. So you're never going to change my mind regarding that, you know, but the the point was, you know, he was so pushy about it to where it just rejected any uh, any conversation, you know, rejected anyone willing to even uh, even just for a tiny bit to open their mind. So, Jessica, I hope you understood the analogy that I was using is that as much as we want the Pentagon and all these other people who just open up all the files, get everything out and just put it out there, um, it would create too much chaos because there's certain information about, you know, different alien races that would be very detrimental to us so for example over 95 percent on the planet there's you know people still believe in something you know what whether it would be a, a some form of god uh, jesus buddha allah whatever but you know there's these established religions and uh being in contact with aliens would not just be oh hey there's another alien race that we need to be in contact with but it would bring into question the very existence of these different belief systems and can you now imagine um that you know all these different religions would then be faced with this information whether it conveyed to them telepathically or otherwise that they are the god they're looking for you know it would create a huge you know distress in their lives it would create a lot of discomfort and a lot of things that that all of a the sudden they're going to be faced with so all of a the sudden that they're going to have to deal with you know that it would make things very difficult and now let's say you do that worldwide it creates chaos that's just one example of what i'm talking about chaos wise never mind talking about then chaos wise about different um systems regarding economy different systems you know regarding how we um, uh, uh, you know have our resources and you know how we you know saw supply and demand works and all these different new understandings it comes with that when you're interacting with another um, advanced being that understands things in a much broader picture to where it would change your life in such ways to where even something as as love, right? And, you know, I hate to go going back to it. You know, even something as that, uh, it can still create some anxiety. In people, you know, they're like they love this person, they they care about them, but but then the day comes in where they have to decide to move in together, and all of a sudden, all these new emotions and feelings come up to where now instead of you just loving them, now you're all of a sudden considering more more than that. Now you're thinking like, well, hold on. Now you're starting to, you know, kind of wonder like, okay, am I making the right decision? Am I just going into this blind? right i mean just simply something something uh, something as simple as that would make you reconsider and so obviously being in contact with these more advanced different you know more advanced races would with would um 
make us question everything in the way we do things and we can't have too much of that at one time otherwise it's just going to be too too much stuff going on to where you're not going to have things produced easily uh, you're not going to have food in the stores people are not going to be able to go and buy certain things because you know the workers that were on this line they were they came across some information that really you know brought a lot of fear and discomfort to them to where they stopped going to work because they were so traumatized by it you know and i mean literally to that extent that's why it's you know that's why when a lot of people say that you know um, uh, why don't they just come down all this other stuff if they only understood how much care and carefulness goes into to this process of contact you know they, they're very careful with which specific people and how many they may contact with it would have to be specific people that can deal with a lot of stress and a lot of change you know in their minds you know to where then they can sit here like i am and just tell you about all these different things that i kind of went through now not in this particular show but i have videos um I, uh, under my playlist they're called talks and so you can listen to some of my experiences you know and all those things, it, it you know, it all depends on from person to person. So, Jessica, does that answer your question? Yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let me see if uh, there was something else. I'm, I'm looking back in the comments. I thought I saw a comment that was directed to me or a question now i'm kind of just kind of going back hoping i can find it uh, da -da -da -da. Oh, okay this one was this one was for by uh fabrizia hi by the way um let me see if I can read this right. So power shared is true power. Power kept is self. But well, power kept to self is illusion. However, our space friends only give surgical procedure, procedures. Uh, scaring seems a raw deal. Did you have any experience with witnesses? Okay. Um, so Fabrizio, the the point of what was happening in this particular one, this is the story that was only told to me. And this was actually conveyed by Bashar. And because I trust the information, I'm going to relate to you in that way. But it's not something that I personally experienced that I can speak on it. it I'm basically relaying it. The The idea of the grace, or the, the ones that we, we call the grace, is actually... Um, it's basically us humans from another dimension that basically have um, gone a different route to where uh, they were facing similar problems like we are now with an, an environmental issues and things that kind of needed uh, needed attention. And if I remember correctly, what happened in their timeline is that instead of fixing the, the environment, they started to genetically alter themselves to where they adapted to the environment. And so basically by doing that over and over again, they, they bred out the ability to reproduce to where basically they only had one generation of, of beings to live before they basically went extinct. But they were already advanced enough technologically and had, you know, spiritually enough understanding to where, well, there's no other human DNA that we can 
um, uh, splice our DNA with. So they basically said, ah, but in other dimensions there are. And so this one particular dimension out of all of the dimensions that could potentially be, you know, dealing with, you know, they made connection with ours. And so from this higher perspective, we, uh, you know, as the, you know, human beings playing out the game that we are playing out here have made certain agreements with these different alien races to offer our genetic material that eventually would then help them propagate their race. And so, of course, from our end uh, and this limited perspective is looked at as something scary, something that's done against our will, something that, you know, that we don't want to partake in. But for some reason, you know, uh, we, we, um, you know, um, we just, well, not for some reason, but we just basically look at it only in, in a fearful way. Now, the more people were um, regressed and doing different regressions like Dolores Cannon, she was basically unable to get past the fears because when you regress somebody and you only stick in that uh, in that fear spectrum where you only re re are reliving the experience, you're not learning that much because all you're doing is just reliving it. But when she got deep enough, and I forgot what the level it was that she called it, when you got deep enough, um, information came about about the particular contact and why what was happening, what was happening to where now you were being this person then that had this fear was being explained like well we took eggs from you because we needed for this or we did this because we needed needed for that and then not only that they started to remember that agreement that they specifically made on this higher level and so from on our level it you know we don't remember it because we, we live this life to where we were born we die and whatever we experience is supposed to be kind of in this unknown dark period you know and and um we're not like these different beings to where we already come in with our um uh, a lot of our understanding to this world to where we already know a lot we just simply kind of literally born naked and you die naked you know uh well that not literally what i'm saying is that um the the the, the ego mind the, the character that i mentioned earlier that we are just simply lives out the life but um it it doesn't necessarily unless it sees something or hears something or um, it receives information in the way we know information is received um, it doesn't understand why certain things happen and so there's a higher understanding to that entire level so Yes, I'm not denying at all that these experiences were traumatic for, for the different people. I'm not denying that these experiences, you know, didn't uh, alter their lives in a negative way to where, you know, it would, they would have a lot of sleepless nights. But those that have taken the time to seek and go beyond of what they only know as fear, they understood more and were given more information to where now it changed their life and they're not, you know, they can move on and not always see themselves as a victim. And so um, the this this genetic splicing program is basically now what we call the hybrids because these different uh, you know alien races or different level of hybrid races i believe there's five total that bashar said were created um, out of that genetic program and so uh, there's ones that are hybrids that look very similar to more like the greys than humans and then as the evolution and, and improvements went on to the other hybrid race is actually energetically and and very uh, look wise very close to us 
And according to Bashar, they were supposed to be the ones that are uh, kind of on this grander, uh, you know, federation contact space con space federation contact uh, approach they were supposed to be kind of the first ones to make contact with us because of that energy i was telling you about earlier about how how difficult it is different different beings have a different energy we can't adjust to them very easily but these different alien races can adjust um, uh, basically because of their genetic um, um, development, they're very close to ours. So uh, an actual physical meeting would be a lot more, you know, easier to, 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 to occur. So anyway, I hope, uh, I hope Fabrizio that, that answered your question from what I've learned regarding that. Right, it says yes, Asasani hybridation. Yeah. Um, who else do I have? Okay. <clears throat> So if, um, is there any other questions from anyone that, that would like to maybe go into certain things? Other than that, I don't know what else we can potentially talk about or cover unless you get me going into a new direction. Um, or maybe you want to call in and maybe share some of your own stories. Um, Nathan, I, you know, um, thank you very much for, for doing, for doing this. I, I appreciate it. I know we never planned it, but you happen to be on. So thanks for coming on and just chatting with me about whatever, and just uh, being someone who I can uh, bounce some ideas off. Cause sometimes just staring into that lens, it's, it's difficult for me to have a conversation, but when I know I'm actually interacting with another human being, it just a uh, conversation happens a lot easier. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I really enjoy it myself. Good, good deal. I'm, I'm glad to do. Um, yeah, because it's, um, it's been about two, two hours and 23 minutes. And uh, I don't know if, um, if there's anything else that anyone wants to cover. Otherwise, I was thinking about just letting this letting this be it. And uh, we'll we'll do this again next week. And I'm going to keep this going however long possible and if uh, uh nathan logs in every single time and it's only him that i interact with then so be it because the point is is you know it's an opportunity for all of you to share and for us to just hang out and discuss things it's not a um it's not a must but um i'm pretty sure some of you ought to have a lot of experiences that would like to share and others would like to hear it so don't be afraid uh, join in join the telegram group and and uh, discuss it with me and share Okay, well, um, Nathan, thank you very much. Um, Carlos, also uh, good to talk to you a little bit before we, the stream started. Um, uh, for those of you still watching, uh, sometimes about half hour before, so about 6.30, I start the voice chat, mainly because I need to set it up with, with my programs that I got going on before I go live. But I basically go live and just uh, chit-chat with whoever logs in and we just talk about whatever they happened to ask me about my wife and when the baby's doing all that. So we discussed mainly that, but, um, um, 
usually uh, if you if you log in there, you'll be able to just directly talk to me, and and it's not you know uh, not necessarily going to be live until seven, and then whatever else we discuss will be seen by everyone else. But yeah, um, let me see here. Okay. All right. No, I was just trying to see if I maybe missed something else, but doesn't doesn't look like it. All right. So Nathan, uh, Jessica, thank you, thank you both. Carlos, thank you as as well uh, for for logging in. I'm I'm sorry. What you say? Steven Moreno. Uh, it has something to say. Yeah, on the chat it says Steve Moreno chat. has something to share. Did you see that one? Maybe maybe you already did did that question. Oh no, I didn't. So uh, it's a, I think about twenty seconds delay. So Steve Steve Moreno, I mean whatever. Uh, I don't know if you what it is that you are you talking about sharing over chat or logging into Telegram. If you do, then uh, uh, please do. Meaning, please do either in in chat or uh, log into Telegram to tell me about it. Maybe I'm just looking at it wrong. It was the chat that you had uh, shared in the video, not the actual chat to the right of the video. And somebody said, "Steve Marino has something to share." In a, in a, yeah, no, I see it. I'm I'm looking at it. I, I'm not displaying it to you guys, but I see it. Yes, yeah, yeah. I says I have something to share, but I don't know uh, if that was in reference to uh, to me or if it was in reference to someone else that he was talking to um, in, in the chat. So I'll see if I see any other responses. If not, then I'll, I'll end the stream there. So uh, until I get an answer, Dave, on the, on the chat, how, is, um, um, how are things in St. Louis, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, really good. Yeah, really They're good. They're opening places. Yeah, every, they, everything's open. There's no more masks. Uh, well, things, yeah, things, everything's uh, returning to normal, but I don't know about you, but normal wasn't good good enough for me. I, I'm ready for way better than normal. So, right. But we're, I think we're seeing a lot of good stuff happening here. So, right, right. And, and like, the energy, you can just, I, I feel it. I just feel like, like it's just like, uh, it's just getting better and better and people are happier and happier. It's almost like the, like the world is split into two. There are still a lot of people that want to live in that fear and, and believe all that stuff. And, but there's a whole lot of people that are just, that are just not. And, and, and when you're radiating that energy, you know, you would like attracts like, and I feel like the only people that I'm bumping into are either people that are, are already in the know or, or are eager to be in the know or are just very loving, happy people. And, 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 you know, and so it's, it's like, it's like, so it is like, there's already two earths going on. Oops, my phone's going to shut off in 30 seconds. I need to find it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, go find it. Okay, well, uh, Steve Moreno said, I'm here. I'm, I'm glad you are. I was asking if, um, if you wanted to. You said I have something to share, so I don't know if you meant on Telegram or on in chat. If if not, um, you know, I was going to end the stream, so I was just waiting for you to 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 say what you were going to say but then michael ledger also said mine was a question if you can please just uh, have your question restated with these three little dots uh um let me see here three little stars i'm gonna type this up real quick So can I do this by speaking? I see the 
the green mic, it's a great snagger just passing through. Um, well, Steve, you have to be the, the people that I have on now, they're in, um, the telegram group and the, the, the green mic that you see there is basically, um, them on telegram right now speaking to me. So some are watching the stream as well, but they're using, they're using their phone to be in the telegram group in the, in the voice chat. So then they're logging, they're logging into the voice chat and then basically they'll show up on my list here if that makes sense to you. And so then I can see you and then you can unmute yourself and speak. But if you don't have that program, I urge you to download it until next week, Wednesday. And then we can definitely talk then because this I'm going to be doing this every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm um, Steve, I hope this, this kind of answers your question and I'm going to end the stream now. So I hope by, by next time that you can either on your computer or your phone, download Telegram on the description under this very video. You can also find a link uh, to the Telegram group. And so I hope you, you take the time to set up the, the, the account and uh, basically uh, join the group. And then next time you'll be able to just speak to me directly like you see here, Nathan and, and um, Carlos. Now, it's not necessarily just to always speak to me. You can just uh, join the voice chat just to listen to this um, over Telegram. Telegram. Um, unless you want to watch it in YouTube, then you'll have that as an option. Okay, good deal. He's gonna get that, I guess, downloaded for next time. All right. Well, um, Uh, this uh, this one question, I guess I can answer that real quick. F by Fabrizio says, are there reported clinical procedures not that by not done by Zeta reticuli? What I saw with witness was done by blonde-looking beings. I personally, um, Fabrizio, I personally have not read any accounts or have the experience that um, that that involves the the. Let me see the blonde looking beings, but um, the any time there was any kind of contact with with the blondes or or I guess the Pleiades, it would it would have been simply just interactions uh, with them without without any kind of uh, procedures. Now, when it comes to specific procedures, there were the um, praying mantis type beings and other insectoid types that were doing these different um, uh, procedures and maybe some kind of um, genetic extraction. But um, uh, other than that, I'm not, I'm not too familiar about the blonde specifically doing procedures. It's always just been more of on one-to-one -one interactions and contact.
Okay. All right. Well, everyone, thanks very much. Uh, thank you, everyone in chat. Thanks, everyone, again in Telegram. I hope next time you'll be able to to join on Telegram and speak to me and share your stories. Otherwise, I'm sure Nathan will log in and then we'll 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 chat again about all kinds of things. But uh, everyone, thanks again. It's been great. And um, so next week. Uh, on uh, next week, Wednesday at 7 p.m., going to have open lines again. Uh, look forward to uh, this Friday at 7 p.m. I'm going to have uh, Kiwani Lepsiritis to talk about the Sasquatch people. And um, so we'll just uh, basically uh, go with the Sasquatch subject as, as much as I can without saturating you too much to where eventually you just get sick and tired of it. So again, thank you. Have a good night, uh, good evening, wherever else you may be around the world. So I appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll chat next time.